I get to hear what I want, when I want. Coleman's Live 95. Live 95.5. Online channel for sports in Coleman County. Tonight's broadcast will begin in about 30 seconds. The following is an exclusive presentation of the Coleman County Sports Network. Powered by Coleman Community Radio. Coleman's Live 95. First and 10 for the 14. Here's Jones. 10, 5, still running. He's in yeah. the end zone. Touchdown, Raiders. Charlie O'Neill around the right side. Cuts back. Oh, 45, 50. O'Neill at ah. midfield. High snap. They get it down. Hank Hudson blocks it. Hank Hudson blocks the extra point. Looking left is Wiley in the end zone for Malin. Did he make the catch? Yes, he did. He did. What a catch again from Tucker Malin. Touchdown, Raiders. This fourth down and six Raiders. Diamond formation. Receivers either Here's Watley looking downfield, going for Cone. Nice what play. a great catch by Tyler Cone at the 15-yard line. Here's Hensley rolling to his right. We get him under pressure. Woo! Sack him in the backfield. Landon Bagwell. Landon Bagwell with the sack. Power eye. Jude Johnson's the fullback. <laughs> Russ Wooten's the tailback. He takes a handoff behind Jude. Wooten to the five. That <laughs> a boy. He's going to go to Campbell. We hit him. He didn't make it. He didn't make it. State playoffs. This is the Good Hope Raiders Sports Network, presented by K and K Logging, and powered by Coleman Community Radio. Coleman's Live ninety five. You see, Jason was my son, and today is his birthday. Messenger of God, you're doomed if you stay here. Ladies and gentlemen, football fanatics and all you daring souls tuning in on this spine-chilling Friday the 13th, welcome to a bone-chilling showdown like no other. The moon hangs heavy in the night sky, casting an eerie glow over the hollowed grounds of James W. Shable Stadium. You're tuned in to the Good Hope Raiders Sports Network, presented by K&K Logging and powered by Coleman's Live 95.5, as we are ready to guide you through the dark and twisted tale of the Good Hope Raiders. As they face off against the formidable regional, fo- the formidable region foe, the Asheville Bulldogs. Hello, everybody. De- Dylan Deemer, Nick McCarley, Skyler Tidwell on the call with you tonight. You're listening to the Adam Aker at Mitchmith Chevrolet drive to kickoff tonight. In a twist of fate, this game falls on the most ominous date on the calendar, Friday the 13th. But fear not, tonight's clash promises to be a blood-curdling spectacle that will leave you on the edge of your seats, perhaps leaping out of them in sheer terror. The shadows are growing longer, and the spirits of the field are restless here at James W. Shable Stadium tonight. Before we get too far into tonight's contest, of course, we do want to bring you back to the day and talk about something that's actually going on. 
we want to make a moment, take a moment here to uh, ask you all out there to uh, keep the Warhurst family in your prayers tonight. Last Friday, Tommy, the voice of the Good Hope Raider Sports Network, made this announcement is with deep regret that Daniel and I will not be able to broadcast the remainder of the season due to unforeseen family circumstances. I ask you to please keep our family in your prayers. We have a great volunteer crews here at Coleman's Live 95.5 that are stepping up to make sure we keep Raider Sports on the radio for you. We hope that you'll welcome them with the same open arms that you have us over the last several years. Each of these people work full-time jobs elsewhere and give their personal time to the station to make sure people who can't attend the games can still listen and follow their favorite teams. Love you all and go Raiders official quote there. We also like to take a moment to say our prayers to the people of Israel uh, tonight as they are still reeling from the senseless bloodshed that took place throughout the last week. Folks, kickoff is nearing. Let's take a quick break, and when we get back, we'll visit with Coach Scott. We'll introduce our uh, broadcast team as well as talk games this week and more when the Adam Aker at Mitzvah Chevrolet drive to kickoff continues here on the Good Hope Raiders Sports Network presented to you by K&K Logging and powered by Coleman's Live 95.5. K&K Logging is proud to be the title sponsor of the Good Hope Raiders Sports Network. In business for over 20 years, K&K Logging can handle all your forestry needs. From clear cutting to thinning to select hardwood logs, K&K Logging pride themselves in landowner satisfaction. A Christian-owned company, K&K Logging is quality you can depend on. Kelly Crawford is a Vulcan District Director of the Alabama Loggers Council. K&K Logging, 256-255-3693. 256 255-3693. K&K Logging, proud supporter of Good Hope Athletics. In today's world, broadband internet is an absolute necessity. Unfortunately, the large cable and phone companies only provide broadband internet where it's profitable for them. For the rest of us, there's Cyber Broadband. Providing internet service since 2004, Cyber utilizes a small radio antenna to deliver broadband where cable and DSL don't go. You can join the 21st century today with Cyber Broadband. Supporting streaming, VPN access, and everything else you've been wanting to do with that slow internet connection. It's Cyber Broadband for the win. They can be found online at cyberbroadband.net or look them up on Facebook. Here with Coach Alan Scott of the Raiders today. Coach, uh, the shutout last week versus Hansel, huge statement win for your guys. Not only a region W, but a momentum W. How has that uh, overall feeling been going into this week? Well, a win heals a lot of things. And so, you know, we had kind of gotten close for a few weeks there and, and played okay, but it was good to see our guys come out and play a complete game. And, you know, hopefully that gives us some confidence, but not overconfidence. Right. Okay, Coach, uh, the Raiders have won this overall series so far against Asheville 3-0 since it started few years back i'm sure that's a streak you'd like to keep up tonight what have you told your guys tonight to kind of think about this one well first thing i noticed when you pop in the film on Asheville is their offense is very explosive uh they have been in every game just about that they played in uh they've been their own worst enemy so we're just hoping that they don't get it together tonight because they've got talent it's just young talent so our guys have got to play we've got to play a complete game again we're uh you know we've still got a lot to prove so Hopefully our guys will take that seriously. I know, kind of like an Alabama Milrow feeling this week, kind of going in. I got to get it together. We got to get it together. Yes. Colton Watley threw 148 yards last week and went 10 for 13 on his first game back. Have uh, you felt he's really back in his stride? Well, it was good to see Colton back out there. Period, and for him to throw the ball like he did was very encouraging. So we hope he's uh, in his groove tonight and uh, get some things going early because that'll really help things. All right, thanks, Coach. Good luck tonight. I appreciate it. Thank you. 
Live 95 is brought to you in part by Merchants Bank of Alabama, a division of South Point, now with several locations across the state, but still located in the heart of Coleman County. They are a proud sponsor of Coleman Community Radio on Live 95. Merchants Bank of Alabama, a division of South Point Bank, member FDIC. Welcome back to the Good Hope Raiders Sports Network, powered by K&K Logging and always brought to you by Coleman's Live 95.5. We are broadcasting live tonight on 95.5 FM and bringing you the game from James W. Shable Stadium. It's going to be a 4A Region 6 matchup between the Asheville Bulldogs and the Good Hope Raiders. Raider Nation, it's time to get loud and proud because this is the last game that will be played here at James W. Shable Stadium, hopefully. Barring any playoff action, this will be the final game here unless we have some playoff action. Next week, they go to Fultondale and then finish their season, regular season at Aniana. They are still trying to get into the hunt as they are trailing in the fifth position right now. They are tied with Etowah, so they went out, and Etowah somehow were to lose. That would be a good look. Uh, Etowah facing off against Hansville this week. So be a good look for the Raiders. Raiders need Etowah to win. They need to finish out with a win against Fultondale. And they can try against Aniana, but most uh, people are looking at that crazy stat line that Fluff Bothwell had last week. The South Alabama commit, who is the lead running back for the Aniana Redskins. I'd like to welcome in my crew tonight, Mr. Nick McCarley. Have no fear. Friday the 13th, you say. Live 95, the premiere is here. Ready for another one. And Skylar Tidwell with us. Oscar off this week, and Alex and Garen are nowhere to be found. No, they're okay. They're just, they've got, they've got lives too. They couldn't join us for this game tonight for whatever reason. Both are in school, I think, or Garen's doing something. I don't know what he's doing. He's the Good Hope alum here amongst us. It's good to be back at Good Hub. I'll tell you that much. Yes. Nick. I mean, we got to call them early in the year, but it's good to be at home this time. I know Raider Nation has been missing us, and we're excited to cover them yet again. The Raiders came back after a shutout win against Westport, or excuse me, against Hansville last week. They beat them 28 to nothing. Colton Watley had the game of his uh, life when he came back after injury. So far, the Raiders are 2-5. and five. They are 1-2 and two in the region. They have scored 144 points, averaging 20.6 per game. However, they have allowed 182, and their defense is allowing 26 points per game. Again, they need to win out, and they will talk about playoffs. Looking at a fourth seed if they're lucky. Playoffs? And I know it's a rare thing playoffs. to say at Good Hope, because Good Hope has been a contentious playoff contender, but... November, or excuse me, October to November is really when they play their best football, guys. So I'm hoping we'll have a good night against Asheville. I mean, the stats will tell you that it's going to be a good night for for uh, Good Hope, rather, because it's an 0-6 team. Uh, of course, we have a coach on the Good Hope side, Coach Alan Scott. He's had nine years here at James Shable Stadium. Kiriakis Shepard wanders in here for the first time ever as the head coach of the Asheville Bulldogs. They have lost every game they have played. So they are 0-6. They have scored 95 points total, an average of 15.8, and they have been scored on 20 or 38.8, averaging total 233. So not so pretty. Not so far, not at all. And it, you know, you look at Asheville and you say, well, 
Who is this team? They're nobody. That's not the case. Asheville is a pedigree in football. Here's some facts that you might not know about the team that we're playing tonight. The former Hoover head coach and subject of MTV's Two A Days, amongst other head coaching positions, as well as Georgia. What was that? Titletown High? Titletown High, yeah. He was a head coach in Georgia, at least at two different schools that we know of, and now leads the uh, team at Pell City. Coach Rush Probst coached here from 1989 to 92. In fact, he came here to follow his former mentor, Reagan Clark, who was a very well-respected coach in his own right. Of course, uh, that's not where it ends. Coach Clark's son, Bill Clark, you might have heard of him. He was on oh, the yeah. staff with Rush Probst when he came over from his home school uh, over there in uh, I believe, actually, I can't think of the name of the county, but Calhoun County, actually. Of course, uh, Coach Clark ended up going on to JSU and to UAB. He also spent time at Prattville. Also, the Odenville native John Gross was the head coach. He also coached at Jacksonville State after the departure of Coach Bill Clark. We're going to take a quick break here on the Adam Aker Mitchman Chevrolet Drive for the first down. We'll be back in just a moment here on the Good Hope Raiders Sports Network, powered by K&K Logging. When you make the right decision, it feels good, like picking the perfect place to have dinner or choosing a good night's sleep over binge-watching TV all night. It feels really good to make the right insurance decisions, too. That's why State Farm Agent Tisha Brewer is right here in Coleman County to help you select the right protection at the right price. Tisha will make sure you understand your State Farm coverages so you'll know what to expect if the unexpected happens. With State Farm Agent Tisha Brewer, it's easy to make the right choice. I'm Tisha at Tisha Brewer State Farm. We're located behind Cook's Pest Control at 909 Fisher Street. You can reach us at 256-734-4645. When you want the real deal, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Rock and roll is as much a part of American history as George Washington himself. And Rock and Roll Sushi is proud to be the original American-style sushi restaurant. Founded on great food and rock and roll music. Boasting flavors that are big, bold, and loud. Rock and Roll Sushi is the only place to experience the rock you love and the rolls you love with the ones you love. Rock and Roll Sushi, Market Plaza Center in Coleman. Guthrie's Auto Service has been providing quality automotive service since 1985. Located in Coleman on Eva Road, just north of 157, Guthrie's Auto Service is a AAA-approved and Napa Auto Care Center, meaning their repair work is warrantied up to three years or 36,000 miles. And because they're part of the Napa Auto Care Network, their work is also warranty at over 14,000 Napa Auto Care locations across the country. Terry Guthrie and his team are award-winning collecting Napa's Auto Care Center of the Year for the Nashville Distribution Center and a People's Choice Award in 2020. More information is online at guthriesautoservice.net. Welcome back to the Good Hope Raiders Sports Network, powered by K&K Logging and presented always by Coleman's Live 95.5. Glad to be back with you tonight. Here on 95.5 FM and, of course, broadcasting from Good Hope High School. We talked about both teams and how cool it was that they had some interesting, uh, you know, lines of uh, famous people in the back. But now we're in the present day and we're hoping that Coach Caracas Shepard has a good uh, season here. Building this team up from Asheville 
However, the crowds don't really build up when they travel. No, it's kind of sparse for the away team. I got to be honest. Well, judging by their 0 6 record, I don't blame them. Well, you know, you, you, I know some teams that have probably, you know, losing records, but still travel well. And I'm not taking shots at them. No, it's a long way to go. By the way, have you noticed that the refs have a trailer over here? An RV? Yeah. I just now noticed that, actually. When, when are we going to get the Live 95 broadcast <laughs> trailer? We could really take our broadcast to the next level with something like that. Absolutely. I mean, we're already the premier broadcast in Coleman County. I think that would level us up to the premier broadcast in North Alabama. You know, you're you're onto something, buddy. I gotta tell you, you are onto something there. So let's talk about the conditions here in Good Hope tonight, as we are on the heels of Smith Lake tonight. Going into tonight, we're expecting conditions of mostly cloudy. With a high near 69. Saw a nice feeling tonight. Nice, nice. South, southeast wind about five miles an hour by the fourth quarter, dipping down into the upper 50s. South, southeast wind still coming at about five miles an hour. So a nice little wind coming off the lake. Or rather, so that should be nice. As we take a look down at the field, uh, it's been pretty nice here on the turf as it rained a couple, couple days ago and... You know, nothing doesn't look too dry compared to what some of their fields were looking like at the beginning of the season without oh, yeah. the rain. Most definitely. I yeah. think people were talking about rain being a forecasted uh, problem in this game, but it kind of sprinkled a little bit on our way up. But high and dry now. Let's talk a moment about what both teams come in here tonight looking like. The Raiders are going to be in their home reds. The nice feathered helmets. Red pants, white numerals, and white lettering. Asheville comes in, all white with green all over. They're kind of trying some new stuff here. It is, again, senior night here at Good Hope High School, the final home game. Have they, a paraphrased Taylor Swift quote as their sign to run through tonight. That's what it looks like. Oh, I don't I, I don't want to grow up, which I'd never grow up. Me too, kid. Me too. <laughs> that was deep. You know, she was at that game last night, as you probably could tell by the ten times that the camera cut to her. Yes. You were watching she it. really loves that, dude. She's seen the Jets, the Bears, and the Broncos play. But she missed my Vikings. What kind of disrespect is that? That's why I'm not a Taylor Swift fan. Didn't want to come to Minneapolis. Well, come on now. Give me the tickets. Well, I believe they're going to trot all seniors to the line here on the Good Hope side, even though four will go, and those four for Good Hope will be 76, 21, 57, and 15. So that means Colton Watley. That means also Zeb Smith, Jet Swan, and I believe the other one we said was number 17, I thought, but... Blake Courts? I could be wrong. Could be 2,700 Miller. No, I'm sorry. It's 57, Guillermo, all day. That's your captains for the home side, for the away side, looks like. Can't really get a good look yet because the green is not popping on these jerseys yet on the light. Especially against the green of the grass. I believe, though, we have 10, 55. 55 would be Justin Bull Henderson. 10 would be Shuntier McCain. Is that a number four? Is that Brett Forrest? <laughs> If it's number Jayden four, Harris. Jaden Harris, and then the other one. I believe that's number two? That's number two, J.B. Potter. Potter. Yes. I noticed in the film I watched, a lot of the uh, a lot of the work came from Dolph Rice Thompson, as well as another one, I believe number 10, 
McCain. So that's all good players. Oh, absolutely. This week, of course, we're kind of lacking on the Raider rhyme, but we may get you one. I, I think I have a little something. You know, it's my first attempt, y'all. Go easy on me, but Nicky Mack has been known to spit a few rhymes in his day. The Raider Rhyme brought to you by Rock and Roll Sushi, Nick. Take it away. On Friday the 13th, under the, under the stadium's light, Good Hope Raiders will own the night. They'll face the Bulldogs with all their might. Senior night, glory, a shining sight. I think that was good for your first try there. Thank you, thank that, you. That was your first try. That sounded professional. First time ever, yeah, absolutely. Thank you. I, I could, I've, I've spit a rhyme or two in my day. Nicky Mack is always back. Coin toss has been made at midfield on the uh, Indian head logo. Native American head. I can say it. Native American. We'll say it right. All you right. Know, we just celebrated Indigenous Peoples Day last week. Looks like the Raiders won it and deferred, if I heard what happened on the field correctly. So maybe my words, mentioning the Milrow, Alabama thing, maybe Coach got think, hey, we're Alabama tonight. <laughs> and you know Saban, I, I, he will I defer every time. Well, sometimes if he wants to fire up his offense, he'll accept the kickoff or he'll – Take in the first half. But usually you are correct. He likes it far. Get that defense on the field. Get stuck on the sign a little bit going through. He didn't want to tear. And now here come your good help Raiders. Did they get stuck or did one side drop the banner? I think one side slipped the banner because it's a nervous night. It's senior night. I think all the nerves are feeling... I remember senior nights, and you felt so bad because, you know, this was your last showing in front of the home crowd. Your last true known showing. Make it a good one. Will this be the last game played here at the stadium? We don't know yet. With seating, I think. With seating, they they will get a safe bet. It's a safe bet, but it depends on how they get seated because I don't don't count a fourth seat out. Yeah. You see it every time. Well, no, I'm not counting them out. I'm just No, I know what you're saying. It would be very unlikely that they would host regardless of what. They they will not host, but if they. Host at any point. Well, yeah, true. It would require multiple four seats advancing. And this broadcast, of course, being brought to you tonight on Coleman's Live 95.5 WRJM LP Coleman. Glad you're with us here. As the Good Hope Raiders Sports Network returns to its flagship home tonight. With its flagship team. Yeah. I don't know who that was, but did they say something? I don't think so. No. I think they're just checking to see who was in here. Oh, well, it was the premier team at Live 95, the premier broadcast in Coleman. Got intimidated when he opened up that door. <laughs> the Raiders have that presence. Set to kick off here as we go to the field now. You can hear. I believe just how we have a left-footed kicker this week. Either that or he's just wanted to kick it to the left. I don't know what's going on here, but the kicker I see is Callahan Lindsay, unless I have this incorrect. It looks like a number two. I think he wants a player to put his mouthpiece in. And the player spits it out as soon as he turns <laughs> it around. <laughs> All 
All right, and kick from the 40. He, he does kick be it with his left foot. Kicked to about the 30 and picked up by number 13 oh, of Ashland. He's met immediately to the ground. What a big tackle there by number 11, Tyler Bird. For the good up Raiders, he just shot in there and brought that ball down where it fell to. Of course, tonight's broadcast. Play. tonight's broadcast on the Good Hope Raiders play. Sports Network is presented by K&K Logging, Cyber Broadband, Merchants Bank, Tisha Brewer State Farm, Josh Phillips and Impact Mortgage, Guthrie's Automotive Service, Budget Blinds, HS Appliance, Eva Bank, Coleman Savings Bank, Coleman Appliance Repair, Adam Aker at Mitchell Chevrolet, Denton Seamless Gutters, Coleman Electric Cooperative, Paul McDonald Trucking, Zaxby's, Rock and Roll Sushi, and the Warhurst team at the Hagamore Realty Group. First set for Asheville from the 31-yard line. It's first and 10 left to right as you go as they hurry up to bring Nate Huckabee on. Hey, no. And he tripped up. They're going to flip the ball to him anyways in the backfield. He'll Back be met immediately for a loss of four. They brought him from the left side to the right side, back to the left side, and when he went back, he fell down. Luckily, he was able to get up. I was wondering if it was going to affect the timing of the play, but it looked like Good Hope just got to the backfield either way. I think that was Tyler Bird. It was uh, was the bird again. If he was a bird, he'd be a hawk. He's tracking these plays down. The angry bird. Looks like about a second and 14 coming up for Asheville now as I go left to right once more. And this time they have a little more semblance of an offense as they're not rushing anybody on. Looks like Huckabee in motion again. This time the handoff goes to Beeson. And Beeson this time has a little bit more room to work with and had a better run as he'll bring it down to just outside the 35-yard line of their own. Shades of the Panthers linebacker John Beeson with that hit. Looks like it's going to be a third and seven this time for Asheville. Not a lot of pink cleats this uh, time around. I know it's breast that was cancer a big awareness thing when I was in high school. Was you know you pink out. I see orange cleats though here on the Asheville Very side. Nice. It's third and seven this time. Quarterback drops back, wants to throw, has a throw downfield. Oh, he has somebody downfield open and gets the reception. Good for the Eva Bank first down, just outside the Good Hope forty yard line. As Canyon White able to haul that one in. Good play. He beat his defender off the line from the get-go. Fast play. Explosive athlete. Most definitely is. The quarterback is J.B. Potter there. Jamon Williams. Shades of Jameson Williams on that play. Oh, that was 16. I thought that was 18. Excuse us, guys. That's actually number, yeah, 16. Jamon Williams. Freshman. And he's in motion again. As this time, J.B. Potter's going to flip it to him on the hitch there, and he still stays on for about a one-yard gain. Not a lot to go with there as the good help line able to swallow him up. I think that's Bird on tackle again. Yeah. He's all over the place. He is playing early. As Tyler Bird able to get in there and stop it when they're running it, but seems like nothing has been able to cure the uh, the pass defense yet. Asheville gets Good yardage on a chunk play. We'll see if they do it again. J.B. Potter's looking to step back on this one. Second and ten. They are spreading them out. Everybody to the right. Screen pass right side to Beeson. Beeson has a little more room this time. He gets about three yards on the catch there. You knew they were going to do a screen or something with that look when they lined everyone up on one side. They had all five Ten yards off the receiver. Yeah. They closed the gap halfway decent. Only a four-yard game. Third and long now. I'd like to see him throw it to Williams again here. About a third and six, and yeah, Williams comes to the near sideline to us. Nobody on the far sideline. The matchup with him on, looked like him with number 13 for Good Hope. They'll get it to number four instead on the same kind of screen thing they did last time around as Jaden Harris able to bring that one in. 
Does not look like he got it. I don't believe so. And they lined him up with Tucker Malin on that time around. Williams, that is. So I think that was more of a lockdown situation than the quarterback. Quick to see not to put the ball there unless they want a good hope to score a pick six. They will say he got it, though. So it will be an Eva Bank first down. A late call by the referees. Not often you see something like that, but here we are. First and ten on the 30-yard line of Good Hope. Asheville moving early. J.B. Potter is going to flip this one to Beeson. Jonathan Beeson up the middle and met immediately by a speedy guy from Good Hope. That's going to be uh, Weston Hancock there, able to jam him up after a gain of about three yards on the carry. Asheville giving a lot of different looks to this Good Hope defense and maybe we're just having to fill in the gaps really on the Good Hope defensive side of what it looks like so far. Most definitely. You've seen some plays made, but they haven't been able to string four together in a row as a defense yet. Second and seven. Parker Smith in motion. Once more he is in motion. As they flip sure them from they the right to the left. Set. Everybody is set this time. And it doesn't matter. The quarterback, J.B. Potter, is going to roll out to the left side. Has pressure. Bunch of Good Hope Raiders in his face. He Ooh. takes it himself and is tackled out of bounds. That's Bird again? Yes. And that was a hard He's tackle by the place. Tyler Bird. Hey. The Bird is loose. He heard about our Live 95 metaphorical scrap iron MVP trophy and said, is it too late to put my name in the race? Not at all. Never. Third and five, though, after the two-yard gain. Big time for Asheville as they sit on the edge of the red zone at the moment. It looks like Caracas Shepard wanted something. This time it's going to be Beeson up the middle, and Beeson has a lot of room, and he's tripped up finally just at the 15-yard line. That time Good Hope blitzed to the wrong side, and they got caught on that play. They blitzed to the left, and the run was off tackle to the right, so there was no one out on that side. Just bad luck that time. This was set up a first and 10 at the 15-yard line for Asheville. Potter to Beeson. Beeson has an edge. Beeson gets tripped up finally. On a big tackle, good tackle, a touchdown saving tackle. That tackle saved the touchdown from the shoelaces. Hank Hudson that time as he just saved six points from going on the board for the wrong team. So on second and about eight here, let's see what Asheville dials up. Beeson is to the right of quarterback J.B. Potter. They're getting direction from the sideline. Coaching staff from Asheville wanting to change some things up. Potter goes to the line. Now steps back to shotgun. One man shifts to the right. That's number 25. They'll flip it to Beeson. Beeson thought he had a again. Thought he had a blocker ready for him, but no. Instead, he gets met by Callahan Lindsay there. As we got a correction, he is wearing number 72 tonight. So I don't know. It looked like Landon Bagwell on the tag. Yeah, it looked like Landon Bagwell got in there and jammed himself in as well. It took many. As it looked like they had kind of moved Connor Owen over. The running back listed here at, actually don't have a size on him, but kind of moved him over. I thought they wanted to use him as a blocker this time. J.B. Potter. Screen pass, or excuse me, pass up the middle, and that may be a touchdown. It is. is. Touchdown, Bulldogs. 
They, they're hungry for a win early. A good opening drop by the dogs. That was just straight down the field. As Parker Smith, a tight end and wide receiver, they have him listed as both. I've never seen that before, but now let's now what you all really came to see. Do they have a kicker? They do. Oh, no, but they're lining up in this backwards. Oh, to the left. Oh, no, whatever will they do? Oh, oh, they're lining uh, up. Didn't we yep. see the Colts do this one, Tom? Yeah, they're kind of yeah. doing the, the Pat McAfee special. And didn't it blow oh. up in the Colts' face? Yeah, yeah. Oh, see, they oh, actually now, get a chance okay. to do it. Now the line gets set up here. Yeah, now let's do what we were going to do anyways and just kick the field goal. Canyon White here to kick the field goal, or kick the PAT, rather. Kick is up. Extra point is going to be good. So that extra point brought to you tonight, of course, always by Coleman Appliance Repair. Well, that's not what you wanted to see. Coleman Appliance Repairs, field goal, or extra point is good. 7-0 here as the Bulldogs take a lead over the Raiders. We might have a ball game here. Back in a moment. For 30 years, Budget Blinds has been the leader for beautiful window coverings. No need to travel when Budget Blinds brings the store to your door. From blinds and draperies to shutters and shades, Budget Blinds has been transforming windows all over North Alabama. And we make it easy with your in-home consultation, custom measuring, and installation. Budget Blinds, 256-727-6550, 256-727-6550, or budgetblinds.com slash call Welcome back to the Good Hope Raiders Sports Network. It's 7-0 Bulldogs over the Raiders at the moment, but we get our first look at the offense here in just a second after the field goal, or actually after the kickoff comes the other way, and it can be fielded in the backfield by the Raiders. Oh, good return. Pretty good return, though, outside to the the 40-yard line here as that was taken back swiftly by by Carter Rutherford. Enough with the Taylor Swift references. Is that another one? You said Swift. She's infected our the game we love. I don't know about you, but just shake it off, man. Just shake it off. We got to do this in style. Gonna be first and ten from the forty-yard line here from Good Hope. Just watch the game, man. The players are going to play, <laughs> and the haters are going to hate, aren't they? Yes, that's what I've been told. But we don't listen to him. Colton Wally. Actually, excuse us, Tyler Cohn gets the start as he'll run this one to the right side. He's good for about three yards on the play. As they wanted to change some things up. Expecting the return of Watley, but this time we get Cohn, and now Watley comes back. They both do pretty well at the position, I've got to say. Yes. I love seeing this Air Raider offense. We don't always get to see these passing offenses like this. Rutherford's in motion. This time, Watley in at quarterback. Watley steps back. Pockets open. Has plenty of time to throw. He connects. Downfield with Malin. Malin takes it to about the 50, maybe the 49 if he's lucky. Let's see what the refs want to spot. The refs want to spot at the 49. So he's got Diva Bank first down. Smooth timing on that out route that time. He had the defender on skates and with his break. Ran it hard, then stopped on a dime and cut to the left side of the field for an easy out completion. Got two high safeties here for the dogs. 
First and 10, 49-yard line here. Oh, no. As they gave it to Malin, and Malin may have coughed it up. He got it back, though. That was nearly bad. Yes. Good reaction to a... Actually, they gave that to Hank Hudson, and Hudson, thank God, stayed with it. Second and seven, though, he got about three yards, maybe two, per where the ball had squirted to. Hudson stays out. Rutherford goes to the top. Malin on the, almost on the far sideline, rather. Cohen this time in at quarterback as he's going to roll to the left and takes it inside the 45. He paid for that one, though. When he went to dive, he took a pop. Took a shot there from Asheville's number 20, who I don't have on my roster, unfortunately. Or actually, that's number 25, which I do have, who is Connor Owen, who also was the uh, the kicker. Just a second ago, Watley back in at the QB, flips this one to Malin. Malin on the right side has a lot of room to run with. Malin tries to take it to about the 35, and I think he's got it easily. Got that and the first down. That'll be another Eva Bank first down here. As Rutherford checks out and Hancock comes out as well, they had brought in Tyler Bird and someone else here. It's Watley this time. As he'll go under center, then hand this one off up the middle to the 20, to the 10, 5, touchdown Raiders! Rumble, young man, rumble. Hank Hudson. The Hudson Hornet right there. Ran right through him and then cut outside. Made a man miss. Outran it. What a run. Buckle up, boys. We got a game. What an answer. And now the Coleman Appliance Repair PAT attempt is coming up. Having Hank Hudson come out to hold it this time. The kick is up and it is good. The Coleman Appliance Repair PAT is good for the Raiders. 7 7 when we come back here on the Good Hope Raiders Sports Network, powered by KK Logging. HS Appliance Outlet is an overstocked scratch and dent dealer offering quality name brand appliances at major discounted prices up to 75% off. HS Appliance Outlet also offers factory authorized repair services as well as financing options. To better serve the needs of North Alabama, HS Appliance Outlets are conveniently located in Coleman, Hartzell, and Aram. A proud veteran and family owned business who's happy to be of service and can be reached on Facebook at HS Appliance Repair or by phone 256 735 4184. 256 735 4184. HS Appliance Outlet, a proud supporter of Coleman Community Radio. Welcome back to the Good Hope Raiders Sports Network, powered by K&K Logging. Oh, we have kicked off in return, and now Asheville's trying to take the return further. They bring it to the 50-yard line, and it took a host of Raiders to finally bring that play to an end, as it was number 13. He came out of a pile. Alan Griffiths, who took the return back, and I think it took, I know a couple, to finally bring him down, and... Like, there was a group of them, and he made them all miss to get to midfield. 
a great field position on the return by Griffiths. You didn't expect that at all, but he stayed pretty strong on that run. Yep, he took a shot at the end, but, you know, you'll take a shot for that kind of field position. And I think the final shot came in from Malin. But I couldn't catch who had uh, took the other ones. They kind of flipped him on his back, but he got up fine. He was good to go. It's going to be first and ten from midfield here. Once more for the Bulldogs. Bulldogs will hand this one off to their trusted number one running back who wears number one, Jonathan Beeson. And Beeson kind of got tripped up and by that way got an extra yard, actually. Yeah, I was about to say, he turned around to fall and just kind of kept backpedaling as he was hitting the ground to get some extra inches. That's Isaiah, number 54, Isaiah Owen. Isaiah, Isaiah Owen there. 54 there to make the tackle for Good Hope. But, of course, I think his backward motion probably was going to set him on his rear end anyways. This time, screen pass on the left side, and it's going to be snuffed oh, out and brought Bird back. Again in the backfield. As Bird able to slam in there and shut down Jaden Harris. The loss of about five. That officially is a loss of five, so third and 15 here. They, they they got caught with the screen on the last time drive, but this time they had an answer for it. They were ready, and they saw it coming. They tried it on the other side of the field and got pushed back. I'd say watch the near sideline matchup with Malin and Williams. This time, quarterback J.B. Potter is going to hit Williams with it. Williams comes back to the ball. Oh, they say it's incomplete. Really? Yeah, they just rolled that incomplete. As it was pretty, I mean, it was moving it was, when he went to the ground. It was nowhere near where he needed to go, but that was a good throw sidearm. Yeah, like the way he was moving. Absolutely, and, and he he comes back to the ball. Does a great job to come back to the ball, but unfortunately, just kind of falls on the turf with us. So that will be incomplete. Fourth and fifteen, and now Malin goes back. Rutherford also back there as well to return the kick. That'll they got two off. returners back for good hope. They'll send uh, Canyon White back to kick this one, and Malin has it. Malin, he dropped it, but he falls back on it. As he coughed it up, and Griffiths was in the neighborhood of that one, so we almost saw Griffiths try to scoop it and take it away, but thankfully Malin turned around and had a heads-up play to save it. If you're going to do two returners, you really need to have the other guy sell that he's getting the ball. Excuse us, as the allergy bug is getting everybody this week. No, you just scared me. <laughs> Everybody's going through everything right now, but you know, I like what you said. Has to go through with selling it so they know where to go. That way, so they don't know where to go. The man who's returning it is the one that takes it and has no trouble getting it this time. Watley on the screen pass to Rutherford on the left side. And he's going to juke a couple guys. Oh, oh another one. There's a flag coming out, disrespect. though. Disrespect. As he gets put out. The turf monster finally got him, but no one from Asheville did. We got two flags down, actually. Excuse us. As Rutherford had a nice scamper there. Two flags come down on the Good Hope side. Coming back, boys. This is likely coming back on the Raiders. Holding against the offense, so this is coming back. Now we'll go from the 30 to the 35, or excuse me, the 20 now. As that is a 10-yard penalty. (laughs) 
It's going to be first and ten from the 20 as Watley oh, almost had a ball that tipped behind? away. That is behind the line, so that ball is still live as Good Hope able to save it as Rutherford tried to make some magic out of it, but he got tackled, I think, once or twice there by a line of uh, Bulldogs. They'll lose, looks like, four to five yards on that attempt. They were just at the 50-yard line before that penalty. Yeah. I think you said something during the uh, broadcast we did about two weeks ago that life comes at you fast. That's proof. Yeah. It does. It does. 26 and three kids, though. I can tell you. <laughs> Back to the field now. Second and long here for the Raiders as Watley this time with plenty of time to throw. Watley has someone dialed up. That's oh, Malin. Oh, it was a jump ball incomplete. As Tucker Malin would have had the play of the century, but he hit the turf pretty hard and coughed the ball up. It is an incomplete pass, and now third and long. And Watley showing you he's not scared to strike downfield if he's got it. But I will say, being on this radio station, I think I finally made my wife and three kids proud. Oh, a boy. Now that you're a big star. I mean, you're a member of the Premier. Watley rolls to his left. Spins around, has to get more time to throw. He does for Rutherford this time. He had it for a second, but forced out of bounds, and the ball comes loose. That'll be well out of bounds. Absolutely, but it would have been a cool play if he came back to the ball like that, but unfortunately bounced out of bounds and not able to haul that one in. So fourth and looks like about, I'd say about 15 to go here. I'd rather, you know, going to punt it, obviously. Just an unfortunate penalty. Most definitely. It had a good drive going, a big play. Juke half the team out of their shoes. But, hey, these defenses have answered after the slow start. Been kind of a scary night for Friday the 13th. It's going to be a nice, good line drive. That thing's going to keep going. Down to the 20. It's like a good hope roll to the 20-yard line. I believe that was Cone to punt that one. Nothing can turn a game quite like good, good quality special teams play. I'd say it's a it's a game maker or breaker. Most definitely. That's why we try to honor the special teams folks at the premiere. Especially the kickers. Yes, we love our kickers at Live 95 at premiere. Not to mention maybe people just have a little more passion for the position they played. I mean, oh yes. Nothing wrong with that. Ashville from the 20. Second, our first down. As this time, it's going to go to Beeson up the middle. Right at the line. And maybe a gain of one. I'd say one. Yep, they're going to say one there. I thought maybe they'd push him back just a hair. They, oh, they're giving him, they're giving him a more favorable spot, but that's not going to matter much because this is the end of the first quarter. Second and eight coming up here in just a little bit, though. We have reached the end of the first stanza, and it's tied 7-7. Back in a moment here on the Good Hope Raiders Sports Network, powered by K&K Lock. There are many advantages when you bank locally with people you know. Eva Bank will get you started or restarted. 
Eva Bank offers many loan choices. We stay flexible and put your situation first. What matters to you matters to us. We are specialty lenders with programs for home purchases, home construction, land purchases, manufactured homes with or without land, commercial real estate, and other consumer or business loans. Eva Bank is your one-stop lender. The process is fast and easy. You can apply in person, over the phone at 256-255-2000, or you can visit us online at www.evabank.com to get started today. Eva Bank, NMLS number 414640, member FDIC, equal housing lender. Welcome back to the Good Hope Raiders Sports Network, powered by K&K Logging, the second quarter of this one. As we'll be about 12 minutes away from the Zaxby's halftime show, all tied up 7-7. We take a look at our Odin's Autoglass regional scoreboard. Right now we can see that Coleman and Columbia all tied up 0-0. Also same with Fairview and Brewer at the moment. The only game with a good score right now is this one, 7-7 here. Asheville wants to change that. Oh, he fumbled. As they just cough the ball up. Not a lot of celebration going on from the Raiders yet, but. The Hank Hudson who recovered? I believe they're ruling this as as a dead ball, and that was not a. He made fumble. He stepped three or four times before he fumbled. I don't know what they're saying here, but they're saying that this is still Asheville's ball. There's no indication for the Good Hope to get their offense on the field yet. Now, now there is. There was a flag they down. called it a turnover, but there was a flag, which obviously the Raiders declined. Okay, so now now we got that corrected because there was these officials have yet to say much. Now they're saying everything that we needed to know. Now we know it is a Good Hope Raider turnover. That was Hank Hudson on the recovery, too. It was. He has a nose for the football. As we said it, they tried to feed that one, I believe, on the right side to number eight. Didn't matter. He coughed it up. Now the Raiders get another chance here. They're moving from left to right as you listen in this second quarter of action. As Hank Hudson again with the ball. Push. They feed it to him every time, and they'll probably have Pater as he spun and muscled through and brought it down. Looks like they're calling this at about the 24. Maybe the 23. Oh, they are moving it now to the 23. that right or no now they're yep that's right that's right we got it this time good hope looking to run it with this play Watley's going to line up under center and they go immediately up the middle and not a lot on that two bulldogs on the play they'll say it's no gain no loss the Raider taking the ball I believe once again was Hudson but I could be mistaken. We're staying tight-knit here in this huddle as they're checking Cone back in and bringing some other people in. Malin comes off. Third and short, rather, here. Now they're back in their normal set, spreading them out. Okay, now I'd say watch, watch Cone down here near the numbers, but we've got a timeout on the field. Looks like Good Hope's going to have to call a timeout to get set. We'll have to take one, too. Your score here is 7-7. 10 minutes, 31, second quarter. We'll be back in just a moment. A game without a crowd is just a scrimmage. A performance without an audience is just a rehearsal. 
Without your presence, high school sports and the performing arts aren't possible. Ensure that these essential extracurricular activities continue to enrich the lives of students in Alabama. Purchase a ticket to your local high school's game or performance. This message presented by the AHSAA and the Alabama High School Athletic Directors and Coaches Association. Welcome back to the Good Hope Raiders Sports Network, powered by K&K Logging. As you come back to the field now, it is third down and about two to go. As this time, it's going to be a run up the middle. That is the first down. That one brought to you by Eva Bank, and it's going to take about three, maybe even four Bulldogs to finally bring that young man down. Oh, no. It's fourth. That he didn't get it. No, they're moving the chains now. They're slow, too, but that's going to be the Eva Bank first down, as I believe Hudson again. Was the hard-running guy there. Correction on our lineup. The kicker tonight is Cooper, number two. Callahan Lindsay moved to 72. We have that corrected on our rosters now tonight. Thank you so much for our fans out there in Raider Nation for providing us with that information tonight. Let's ride. It's first and ten Raiders left to right as you listen here as Watley hands off on the right side again. And that time he's going to feed number six for the Raiders, who I have as Mason Drake. Good stop by the dogs there on first down. Just limiting the game to a yard. Second and two, or second and eight, rather, on the two-yard carry. We're kind of slow to get back. Now we are back here. Eight yards in line again. Watley this time is going to throw this one wide open downfield. Rutherford, touchdown Raiders. Easy money. Oh, excuse us. That wasn't Rutherford. That was Tucker Malin. Touchdown. Malin that one in. (laughs) All I could catch was the one. He was flying, man. Could just catch the one on his jersey. Easy pitch and catch. Absolutely. Good football. That's one of those, hey, just don't drop it. And Hake Hudson here to hold this one for Cooper. This is what we paid to see. It's quality football right here. This left-footed kick. Cooper's kick. Oh, no. Oh, they've lost it. And it looks like Hank Hudson's going to play quarterback for a second. Into the end zone for the two-point. They almost had it incomplete. Absolutely great heads up football by Hank Hudson to just kind of take that and just throw it downfield, just kind of make it up as he could. Unfortunately, just fell incomplete there. So good up's going to miss the PAT on that one. That one, of course, always brought to you by Coleman Appliance Repair. Still points on the board. It's 13 to 7 here on Friday the 13th. Just hope that don't come back to bottom. I know. Bad omen scoring 13 on Friday the 13th. But maybe there's still some hope for good hope with the lead. We come back to the field now. On the 40-yard line here as Cooper is set to boot this one away. It will send about four back there ready to get this one. Cooper's left-footed kick is going to hit the 20-yard line and picked up by a bulldog. 
And I think he's looking to avoid Tyler Bird out there. Instead, you're correct. Harris returned that one. I don't think he avoided Bird, though. Bird's there with his hands up since I was there. So the Asheville Bulldogs get the ball back here at the 29 of Let's their own. See if they can get some of the mojo they had on that first drive. Did they walk down the field so easily and score? First and ten, Bulldogs, this time up the middle. I believe is Beeson, but we could be fooled here. Whoever it was, they didn't go very far. It was Beeson again, and he, absolutely right, did not go that far. Callahan Lindsay, number 72, there to stuff that one. It's going to be second and eight now. J.B. Potter kind of going under center, then backing up to shotgun this one again. Just letting his know the signal. Letting them know what they're going to look for. This time they want to throw. This time they're going to have to, as he points downfield, have to get out of the pocket, and the pressure Sack. came. He'll be sacked there for a loss of two. A lot of miscommunication on that play for Asheville. Quarterback having to relay the signals again, and then he's trying to get his receiver to, hey, keep moving. You stop, but they're running in a zone, so that's not going to work. you got to move and find the soft spot. And I believe the note we got from Coach Scott tonight said that this Asheville team plays great football, but they just kind of find themselves tripping over themselves. That's one of those moments. Yes. Now you got to have a first here on third and long. Potter is going to roll back to his left. Has a man downfield. It is Ooh. incomplete, and that could have been a pick if Cone had just stepped up a little bit more in the jump, but he wasn't expecting it to head his way. Fourth and 11 now. Another three and out. A little too much mustard on that hot dog. I have all the faith, though, if Cone would have been able to just kind of jump up and grab that. But he didn't know, so he didn't know the, to react the way he did. He well, played, that was a fast ball. He played a great cover there, but that was a fast. I mean, that was a missile, absolutely a missile there from Potter. And Cone would have had no problem taking that one to the house. They're going to kind of double team. They're going to double team Harris here on the on the punt here. For whatever reason, he breaks open, though. Malin is the lone one backfield for to get this Not one. A good it hit a man. It just hit a, it hit hit a bulldog, man. so it'll be tagged down, and that's not a good thing for Asheville. Yeah, the big thing if you're the punting team is if it hits you and you don't recover it, the offense can, the receiving team can get the ball with no fear of a fumble. You can't fumble it in that case, so you just get like a free play, basically, to try and pick it up and run with it. You want your guys as the return team to be heads up and know that. So it's like, hey, it hit him. Go, go. Just try to gain yards. So one yard away from enemy territory, the Raiders take it from left to right here. We have seven minutes, 35 seconds. It's going to be a flip over to Malin on the jet sweep. And Malin pads on pads. He puts it over one yard, so it's a gain of one. Both guys lowered their shoulders, and they both went down. Or excuse us, two now. They're going to go to the opposite 49 now. As they give Malin the more favorable spot on where he was tackled. Of course, every decision. We see it on the field the way we see it, and then the refs kind of say, well, we saw it better because we were here. We have an excellent view here from the 50-yard line here from Good Hope tonight. As they're going to go up the middle for 
Big play by Hank Hudson in there. Oh, there is a flag on the field, and that's that's a good one to be called because they just kind of just extracurricular just wrapped him and threw him. I didn't think they'd call it since he didn't take him down. He just kind of let go a little aggressively, but the rest are saying none of that. Was that number Connor Owen on Asheville did that? There was. That should be a penalty against Asheville and should be marched forward appropriately, and it is as Hank Hudson, you know, I get it. You run up the middle, and you want to get him out of there because he's not going anywhere. But there ain't no need to just toss him like that. You're yeah. tossing him out like you're tossing him out of the bar. You're already down states. Can't make mistakes like that. And that's a free first down presented to you tonight by Eva Bank. And really just given to you by Asheville's, uh, well, not yeah. a smart play by them. Keep your head now. Keep your head. We have a timeout on the field, so let's have a time. Uh, let's have a check of our regional scoreboard. We got a new update from Fairview playing Brewer. It is 7-0 Aggies on that one. Quarter number two has begun. Of course, it's 13-7 here. Good Hope has the ball when they come out of the huddle. Coleman leaving, leading Columbia 7-0. Now, if Columbia was leading Coleman 7-0, that might be a problem because Columbia hasn't won a game since 2016. Man, it, I said... If I missed the opportunity to cover Columbia getting their first win, I would be distraught, so I'm kind of glad Coleman's winning. West Point traveled up to the state line. They're playing Ardmore tonight. They are leading 7 to nothing, and Madison Academy hosting Vimont in a 3A Region 7 bout. That one, 21 to nothing. Madison Academy also. Hansville trailing Etowah 7 to nothing, and Holly Pond trailing Walnut Grove's West End. Ball falls on the turf. Thankfully, Watley makes a heads-up play and keeps it. He's going to have to run it, though. And he didn't see a whole lot to do. He's going to lose about two. The snap really threw the playoff because he had Carter Rutherford wide open waving for the football. But when he had to drop to pick it up, he couldn't see that side of the field anymore. And once more, we said 14 nothing West End of Walnut Grove leading Holly Pond. If you just missed it. Of course, back to the field here at Good Hope as Watley had bounced the ball off the turf off a pretty bad snap from his center. This time he gets a better one, and Hank Hudson's going to get it, but Hank Hudson was brought down in the backfield quickly there by Asheville's number eight. So if you're Asheville, you played with bad emotion for two play, for a play, and now you played with good emotion for two plays, pushing them back and stopping the pass. Parker Smith able to stop Hank Hudson somehow. It's been a trouble spot for them tonight, but this time Asheville seems to dial them up. 13-7 here. Watley with a lot of time to throw this one. He has someone dialed up, nearly picked. Yeah, very Intended low. that one for Tyler Cohn, and Cohn just could not bring that one home and almost went into the hands of awaiting Nate Huckabee. This will be fourth down Raiders. Question is, do the Raiders go for it here? I, I would. It looks like they want a punt. It looks like Cohn is going to punt this one away. I'm cool with a punt here. They're going to punt from the midfield logo here at Good Hope. No, they're not. Maybe well, they okay. They are now. It looked like for a second they're about to send Cone wide. They could. He he does play quarterback at times, but they're just gonna go ahead and punt this one deep. It's gonna be a touchback, and it will bounce out of bounds. It. Oh, oh no, he was deep in the end. No, I appreciate. I thought that maybe he could try to, as Rutherford was running after it, try to you know bring it back to the one. Instead, he's deep in the He'd end He'd have zone. to leap five yards and not, not touch the ground. I was hoping maybe he'd just kind of Superman it and just fling it back like they like you see in the uh, in the NFL sometimes. 
Five minutes, 13 seconds here on the Good Hope Raiders Sports Network, powered by K&K Logging and presented, of course, every week by Coleman's Live 95.5. And, of course, we couldn't do a lot of what we do tonight without our great sponsors, one of our great sponsors tonight being Cyber Broadband, which provides cable. We literally could. Provides cable or provides Internet service where cable and DSL does not go. Like James W. Shable Stadium, you can find out more by visiting their Facebook page, Cyber Broadband. Oh, big, big hit. He came in like a truck there for good hope as they knocked that Asheville return man back in the backfield. Yeah, he is still wincing in pain. He he took a shot from shot. He he was flat. He got caught flat footed, and that good hope player came in took a shot from the six one one hundred sixty five pound senior Weston Hancock. As he was in there and just brought he was down and ready to go. He came in there and just jammed Jaden Harris up once more. Second and long here. Empty backfield. Tricky place to be this time. The quarterback par, uh, Potter keeps it this time. He'll bring it up to the twenty. Hit for about five. Brings up another third and long. And yes, Landon Bagwell, the tackle man there. If you're good hoping you get this, the decision to punt looks really good. Four minutes, you could kill the half and walk away with points. All in how you execute it right here. I think We're in the middle eight right now of the game. Be a good time for Asheville to, you know, throw one up, but good time for the Ballhawks of Good Hope as Bird chasing the quarterback down and they'll incomplete pass that one. See, they keep rolling him out and the problem is that cuts the field he can throw to in half. Especially, you got two receivers on the other side who can't do anything because you're expecting him just a short pass is 30 yards at that point. They tried to pass on the right side, had somebody, incomplete, fell to the ground. Of course, he heard the footsteps, and I'm sure he felt them, of Bird. Because if Vimont runs a zone, or excuse me, Good Hope runs a zone. It's the red jerseys, I'll forgive you. We cover a lot of Coleman County football. All you have to do is keep shifting left, and you have more defenders than they have receivers. A lot more. This time, Asheville punting this one low. That's a low one. Don't let it touch you. Rutherford has it. This time, thought about going to the left. This time, he goes to the right to the 40, cuts inside to the 35. Has to beat another man. There's a flag down. It's coming back. It's coming back. They're going to let him run this one to the 20, to the 10. Can he get there? Out of bounds. I said don't let the ball touch you. He thought I meant don't let a defender touch you. He just kept stopping and going. It's not going to matter, but good play by the young fella. And one flag down on the 40, one flag down on the 35. So, you know, that usually means the return team is going to get called on this. Probably pick up about midfield now. It's still good field position. As White just kind of gave him a low one. And Good Hope thought we have opportunity to score with this one. But unfortunately, penalties will march this one back. It's going to be first and ten from the midfield logo as we get back to this one. Three minutes, 32 seconds until halftime. Bird has checked out. So far, uh, ideal candidate for Raider of the Week this time. Colton Watley to Malin. Malin drops that one. 
It, it was a good pass by the quarterback. I was scared that 19 might run with it for Asheville. I was Hancock had it right in his hand. Actually, yeah, it was Hancock instead. The three and the the one, the three and the 13. It's amazing they all come together on one field. It'll get you confused. As we do have one, we have three, and we have 13. On the line, actually, at the wide receiver court, we have 13, one, three, and five. This time, Watley, number 15 himself, is going to roll to his left. Has to throw this one downfield. There's a flag coming out, however. They're going to call a hold, not seen it. Yes, by the umpire, so that's what you would think it would be. And holding penalty likely coming out, and it is coming out right now. Here on the Raiders, so this will send us back to the 40-yard line of their own. Another one of those life-comes-at-you-fast moments. You were going to have that amazing starting field position, and now you're about to move back to the other side of the field. Absolutely, guys. As we get our decision here. I'm not so sure what they decided, but the ball is still at the 50-yard line, so... Do they call rounding, maybe? Maybe so. Because there's a loss of down. So it will be a loss of down. So it's going to be third and ten. They're going to call that intentional grounding on Colton Wiley. This time Hancock has it on the left side. Hancock is going to take it to the 35. He stayed on the speed and evaded one guy and then took another one. Good screen. Finally brought down. Coach telling him to hurry up. Tell him to hurry it up. Tempo, tempo, tempo. They got plenty of time, but he wants to catch him lacking. Neva Bank first down here for the Raiders. Watley this time. Whistle's coming out. This will probably be false start against the offense. And it is. Went a little too fast. So false start called on the offense. Now a loss of five yards. First and 15 here from the 41-yard line of Asheville. Two minutes, 35 seconds. The clock is rolling here in the second quarter. Watley is going to roll to his left. Has someone downfield. It is connected to Malin, and Malin tries to stay on his feet. Put his head down, put his shoulder down. He's still trying to drag him down. Finally, they stop him at the five-yard line. Tucker Malin. Tucker Malin on that one. (laughs) That'll be a big Eva Bank first down for the Raiders. And I mean, absolutely got, looked like a, a demo derby for a second out there. He was laying down some lumber on that play. Oh. Looks like Cohen is going to check back in. This time, Malin up the middle. Touchdown, Raiders! You got to give him the touchdown after a run like that. You hand it to him three times if you have to. Four times. It, say, eat. As Cone did a good job just to direct the snap to Tucker Malin that time, and Malin gets his second touchdown of the night. Let's see if they go for two here. They're looking like they're lining up to kick it. Hopefully everything goes great this time around. Cooper will kick this one through the uprights. He's got a holder, Hank Hudson, this time again. Hudson was heroic on the last attempt when it became botched. If he's got to do it again, he will. This time it's going to be all done right, and that's going to be good. That Coleman Appliance Repair extra point is good for Cooper. Your score here, 20 to 7. We'll take a quick break. We'll be back in just a moment here on the Good Hope Raiders Sports Network, powered by KK Logging. 
Coleman Electric Cooperative has been providing electricity and community support to help local people and businesses grow for the last 86 years. The co-op is adding to that legacy with its new Sprout Fiber Internet, giving its members access to blazing fast gigabit internet speeds with unmatched reliability and extraordinary customer service. Coleman Electric Cooperative and Sprout Fiber Internet, powerful connections, brighter future. And we are back. Welcome back to the Good Hope Raiders Sports Network, powered by K&K Logging and always presented to you by Coleman's Live 95. As we are giving you the score now, 20-7 to 7 here. Raiders lead big here on senior night as they're going to have Cooper punt this one away, or kick this one away rather, to Asheville. Oh. And Asheville had a nice attempt at a return there by but like he Griffiths. got ear-holed at the end of it. By Mason Drake. Yeah, Mason Drake able to just kind of jam him in the ear hole there. Knocking him to uncharted territory. <laughs> I like that. I like that reference. If you're a gamer, you, you definitely. Oh heck, it was a big that movie now. Oh yeah, yeah. Tom Holland. Yeah. Funny enough, I saw the uh, preview for that while watching Tom Holland and Spider Man. Honestly, the best part of that movie is when he watches up on the beach and he talks to the real voice actor for Nathan Drake. <laughs> it's gonna be Asheville's ball here at about the. Looks like the 37-yard line here of their own. Right to left as you listen. They've been a formidable opponent for these Raiders tonight. As J.B. Potter's going to dial it up himself this time. Looks like he got three yards. These boys are hitting tonight. They're trying to move with speed there. And looks like Good Hope's kind of taking some time to kind of take some shots on the field there. As it took some from Landon Bagwell, number one, obviously. I'm not saying he's wearing number one. I'm saying number one. He was the first one yeah. to kind of make the shot there. We follow. We follow. As they're going to do a nice pass to Williams on the Asheville sideline. He got it to just about a yard shy of the marker. But he gets out of bounds, which you have to have if you're Asheville right now. You've got a minute seven to go. The speed and tempo there as Malin drags him out of bounds. Me third and one. One minute, seven seconds until the Zaxby's halftime show. Bulldog need to dial something up here. This time they'll go to not Beeson, and Beeson's going to lose yardage, so they're not going to get that first down at all. Now we have a huge decision right here. Do you punt it or do you go for it on fourth and one? Or fourth, nah, they've moved them back, fourth and three. I, I would. Got, oh, we got a man down for the dogs. Looks like we do have a player down on the field. We'll take a break. In the game of mortgages, experience matters. Meet Josh Phillips, a veteran with over 13 years in the mortgage industry. As a leader in the local mortgage community, Josh is more than just a lender. He's a partner who believes in making an impact. At Impact Mortgage Group, they're not just making mortgages. They're making a positive impact on borrowers and our community. You can experience the difference, too, with Josh Phillips at Impact Mortgage Group. I'm Josh Phillips of Impact Mortgage Group. You can reach me at 256-338-2920, and I'll show you how my experience can help impact your next home purchase. In MLS number 338177. Welcome back to the Good Hope Raiders Sports Network. And we have an injured player from Asheville. That's going to be Jonathan Beeson, number one, who will check out and be evaluated here 
by the Asheville training staff. Hoping for the best for this young man. He was getting a lot of carries tonight, so that ain't good for Asheville. Absolutely. He was doing a lot of the work. It's going to be fourth and three here, and they're going to punt this one away. Tyler Cohn kind of trying to put some pressure on these guys. Hold up, though. The officials want to say a timeout called. By the Raiders. They want the ball back. They want to score one more time. As they were getting ready to punt that one away, don't know why they decided to ice this, but I guess they want to try to talk plays and momentum. We'll talk scores, though. Well, we have 39 seconds on the board. Coleman leading the Columbia Eagles 14 to nothing, and, you know, no shock there. Let's be honest. Yeah. One day, though, you just got to believe. Keep <laughs> I chipping away at that mountain. Keep chipping away at that rock. In or, a regional or, rivalry real quick, Asheville, or excuse me, Hansville, the other Bulldogs trailing Etowah by two scores, 14 nothing. New update, actually 21 nothing. Columbia, or sorry, Coleman over Columbia. Oh, Columbia's winning? No. We got to tear it down. We got to get the Coleman. West Point leading Ardmore on the state line, seven to nothing, and Madison Academy leading Vinemont, 28 to nothing. So we have a tie ball game further down the lake where Cold Springs is facing off against Aliceville, 14-14. Back to the field here for this 20-7 ball game here. Ball has kind of hit the turf. Flag is down. I don't know you if can't it's punt that. Yep. And we got some extracurriculars going on here. And the officials are not going to call that one, so that's good. But this ball is a dead ball, I believe, right? Yeah. So you have to... You can't regain possession and punt it after trying to kick it like that. So I believe we were probably going to see Good Hope take the ball at the spot of the foul. There's three flags. No, four flags on the turf right now. There's one on the Asheville sideline right by the huddle. There's one over here at the 35, and there's one over here at the Good Hope 40. False start. And we have a official decision coming now. Is on the. They said someone jumped for Good Hope. It seems. Two penalties on the play. Two penalties officially. Okay, so we are waiting on that. The uh, legal procedure. We had a jump on Good Hope side. So. Looks like we'll try this one again. Okay. Thanks for the clarification, guys. Take nine seconds off the clock. That's 39 seconds. 30 seconds now on the board now. As you said, nine seconds off. Still looking to punt this one away. Malin is deep. Another knuckler. He's going to take it from the 30 this time. Malin cuts inside. Rutherford to his right. Malin has daylight to the 40. 30. It's a foot race. And out of bounds he will go. Just shy of the 20-yard line. 16 seconds on the board as Tucker Malin takes it all the way into enemy territory. That kid is balling tonight. I know. This is very interesting territory for the Raiders. you got 16 seconds. you got some timeouts. Now, are you... How aggressive do you want to be with this first play? Do you just take the shot? A lot of options here for the Raiders. It looks like it's going to be Watley's turn at quarterback once more. No. The safeties are creeping up. Hank you Hudson the takes a block. Watley downfield for Malin again. Malin booms somebody, but he's going to ping pong off out of bounds. Seven seconds on the board here. 
at, until halftime, so we still have two more quarters after this. They say it's the Eva Bank first down by Tucker Malin's reception. I think the pressure's going to stay on. This time, Watley rolls to his right, has someone downfield, thought about it, now pumps it, now throws it downfield, and one complete, but he's out of there bounds. There was a second left. There's there one was second, a second left. One second left as he hit Cone. He hit Tyler Cone on that one. There is supposed to be at least one to two seconds left on that clock. I don't know why they're going to halftime. Coach Scott is right. There should be one second on the clock. Cone was out of bounds. That That is not the end. Of the, well, they're officially they're calling. That should not be the end. That should not be the end of this one. That's some baloney. But it's time for Zaxby's. <laughs> Zaxby's halftime. I'm an expert at it. I eat it every day for lunch. Won't you uh, introduce the Zaxby's halftime show? Oh, it says welcome to yep. the Zaxby's halftime show. Absolutely craveable. It is. Daringly zesty. I can confirm that. Made-to-order chicken fingers. Uh, I've never did a made-to-order. I don't know if that's the same thing as this, you know, drive-thru. Yes, it is. Okay. Well, I can confirm they do that. <laughs> wings and more. Their wings are pretty good. More. This is going to be Always good. more. Fries and toast. Oh, Decent. This is going to be good. Zaxby's, uh, you can order ahead on the app, or you can visit one of their locations <laughs> on either Highway 157 or on Cherokee Avenue in Coleman. We were robbed there, guys. We were robbed. You won't be robbed of quality exactly. We will not. Not at all. Man, I'm hungry. For some Zaxby's. I, I would love some Zaxby's. Have you guys had the uh, big plated fries yet? No, I've not. Are they good? You can get any sauce you want on there. Oh boy! And I, I'm telling you, they come with ranch by but default. But if you if you do don't do Zaxby's sauce, I'm judging you. Oh, you get some Zax sauce on the side. You can get some spicy Zax sauce if you want. I'm a I'm a nuclear fan. Uh, all right, boys. The second half is canceled. We're going to Zaxby's. <laughs> we got to hurry because it's uh, 7.58 here. We can make it. We'll make it in time. Maybe the drive-thru won't be so busy with all these games going on here in Coleman County. So real quick before the Asheville band takes the field, and we take you to the halftime show. They were robbed of a second. He was clearly out of bounds. Yeah. Disgusting. Disgusting. I, I got to agree. We were robbed there. Tyler Cohen brought that ball out of bounds. He was clearly out of bounds when the seconds were rolling on the scoreboard. I don't know why that happened. but you know, Earlier in the show, you said the refs see it better since they're on the field, but I don't think they do. <laughs> well, we'll take you to the scoreboard real quick. That one brought to you by Odin's Auto Glass. And we love that big glass board. We have reached halftime here. It is 20 to 7, Good Hope over Asheville, while Coleman leading Columbia 21 to nothing. That one in our game on the Quattro this week. Don DeYoung calling that one from Coleman, I believe, tonight. Fairview leading Brewer 7 to nothing, as far as I know. Nothing new from Chris yet. Etowah leading Hansville 21 to nothing. Hansville really needs to win if Good Hope wants to get in that playoff contention, while West End. Takes Holly Pond to halftime, 21 to nothing. Madison Academy leading Vimont, 35 nothing. And West Point and Ardmore still 7 nothing. West Point. Well, a lot of close games. What is it, 8 o'clock? It's my kids' bedtime, so good night. Good night. Well, you're listening to the Good Hope Raiders Sports Network, brought to you by K&K Logging and presented on Coleman's Live 95 WRJM LP Coleman. We'll take you to the field now for both bands.
Alright guys, that was the Asheville Band here on the Good Hope Raiders Sports Network as we take our Zaxby's halftime show break. Of course, we love to bring you the sounds of the game. We try to make it feel like you are here with us, but it appears as we look down, you guys might all be here. Maybe you're listening while you're here too. I'm waving if you are, as you uh, also welcome us into James W. Shable Stadium tonight. It's been a barn burner so far, but it's 27 Raiders lead. We will step away once more and bring you back to the field now as it is now time for the Raiders band to come out 
and perform for their last time in front of the home crowd here on the Good Hope Raiders Sports Network. We're bringing you now back to the field for this one. Tonight's show is entitled Postcards from Spain. Tonight's trumpet solos are Michaela Denson and Alyssa Lamont.
And that was a spectacular, may I say, flaming performance by the Good Hope Raider band. And hey, you got to be careful with this. We are in a we're in a burn order right now. We should oh, be no. careful with that. They are playing with fire, literally. But I mean, it was really cool. And I saw one hit the turf. That's obviously something you don't want to see in the batons. But oh, geez, that case is still on. Fire. There we go. There we go. And I'm sure if the fire marshal is out there listening, I promise you all procedures were followed. We're ready to go. Technically, they didn't burn anything. No, they didn't. But I tell you one thing, the football team's been burning Asheville all night. That's for sure. Yeah. Asheville's lucky they didn't get cooked again at the end there. Just a pretty good showing so far tonight from Good Hope. And, you know, what can we say other than just, wow, what a night for football here in North Alabama and across the state of Alabama tonight. So we got some good football in the college uh, realm as well tomorrow. I didn't bring a whole list like we did last week. I forgot to get that made up. But take I'm a sure gander. We can take a gander on. We have we have smartphone devices. We have the ESPN, the Sports Network. We do. Loading it in now as we speak, trying to get some games for all. I think the Buffs play tonight. Oh, that's right. Colorado's on tonight. That game will be probably in the second quarter by the time we get out of this one tonight. It starts at 9, so. Okay. Yeah, I think well. the big game tomorrow is Oregon and Washington, ain't it? Yeah, I got the Ducks in that one. I think Oregon may be the most well-balanced team in the nation. They look good. They look good. Is this, dare I say, this is the year for Bo Nix? He's focused. He is focused. He's having fun. I wouldn't be surprised if he's a dark horse for the Heisman Trophy. All right, so back to our regional scoreboard real quick. That presented always by Odin's Auto Glass. As we do love that big glass scoreboard, guys. We really do. It is 7-7. Ardmore tied up with West Point. That one at half. Same with Madison Academy leading to Vinemont. 35 to nothing, though. Kind of quite the opposite. West End of Walnut Grove. That one drifts right across the Etowah County line. 21 over Holly Ponds. Nothing. So not a good drive back down Highway 278 tonight probably for the Bulldog or for the Broncos rather. Not a good night for the Broncos in general. But Broncos country. Let's ride. (sighs) Dang right. Live 95 country. Let's ride. I think, I think, Skyler, you're probably just inclined to say that because the corporation that owns the Denver Broncos is the corporation that signs your paychecks. It's kind of, kind of sad. <laughs> kind of sad. You win more than the Broncos do. 21 to 7. Etowah leading Hansville. That one happening just down the road of, over at Hansville. And it looks like Aliceville takes the 30 to 14 lead over Cold Springs. 30 to 14. And we have Fairview leading Brewer by one score and a field goal. I can't believe Fairview's being held down like this, but that's the closest game in the one of the closest games in the area. That's one team that usually does play great football late. So, mind you, it says ten nothing right now on the board. I bet you by the time we're packing up, it's probably gonna be like fifty-seven to nothing. If you're Fairview, though, you need to get right for Russellville because that's gonna decide the region. And then finally, Coleman leading Columbia. 28 to nothing as expected. That one. Going to be a great comeback, guys. <laughs> it's a great game uh, being covered by Don DeYoung on the Quattro. That's on our app, Channel 4. We only had three games this week. Our other game, of course, being Fairview. Turn it up. Brewer as uh, Leonard Skinner being played across as the Good Hope Raiders come back to their sideline. 
Asheville is getting conditioned and stretching, however, because they got to get ready for this remaining stretch. Good Hope. We'll have Fultondale next week. That one we'll cover on the road here with the Good Hope Raider Sports Network. We're also going to have the Aniana game in some facet on our Good Hope Raider Sports Network. That one being played over in Redskin territory there. You mean Commander? Well, they haven't changed their name yet, Aniana. Mm-hmm. Yep. There's only been one team change name in Ani- or in Blunt County rather in years, and that was the... Uh, not is it southeastern? I believe they went from Mustang, or they were Rebels. They went to Mustangs, kind of when the whole thing with Ole Miss changed. I don't know why we, you know, have the same thing over at Aniana, but I guess it's just tradition. That's the way they love it there. That card is flying in. Yes, uh, it is. Uh, Cut a donut. The cart with the uh, gurney coming over here to the uh, Good Hope sideline. No one is being escorted out, to my knowledge, but I think there's someone down on the field. I could be wrong. Me yeah. and Skyler were thinking about doing, there was a Gator out there running. Me and Skyler were thinking about doing a tribute to the great Marshawn Lynch. All right. Beast mode. Is that a band member? I'm not sure. Prayers to whoever that is. hope they're going to be okay. Football game is kind of slow to get started here at this uh, situation here on the sideline, and I don't know. They may just take an official timeout here. Looks like they're or no, they're signaling to come back. Yeah, your well, coach. The coach on the Asheville side. It's kind of got his eyes over here. Looks like a band member took a took a dive or something here. So we're really hoping they're going to be okay. They are going to officially take a break here. Official timeout here. We'll go ahead and step away, though. Guthrie's Auto Service has been providing quality automotive service since 1985. Located in Coleman on Eva Road, just north of 157, Guthrie's Auto Service is a AAA-approved and Napa Auto Care Center, meaning their repair work is warrantied up to three years or 36,000 miles. And because they're part of the Napa Auto Care Network, their work is also warranty at over 14,000 Napa Auto Care locations across the country. Terry Guthrie and his team are award-winning, collecting Napa's Auto Care Center of the Year for the Nashville Distribution Center and a People's Choice Award in 2020. More information is online at guthriesautoservice.net. For 30 years, Budget Blinds has been the leader for beautiful window coverings. No need to travel when Budget Blinds brings the store to your door. From blinds and draperies to shutters and shades, Budget Blinds has been transforming windows all over North Alabama. And we make it easy with your in-home consultation, custom measuring, and installation. Budget Blinds, 256-727-6550, 256-727-6550, or budgetblinds.com slash call. H&S Appliance Outlet is an overstocked scratch and dent dealer offering quality name brand appliances at major discounted prices, up to 75% off. H&S Appliance Outlet also offers factory authorized repair services as well as financing options. To better serve the needs of North Alabama, H&S Appliance Outlets are conveniently located in Coleman, Hartzell, and Aram. A proud veteran and family-owned business who's happy to be of service and can be reached on Facebook at H&S Appliance Repair or by phone. 256-735-4184. 256-735-4184. H&S Appliance Outlet, a proud supporter of Coleman Community. 
and we are back. Officially back to this one as Carter Rutherford for the Good Hope Raiders. We'll take oh, this one. Stays up. Spins out of one tackle, stays up, brings it to the 50, and he'll be finally brought down inside the 45-yard line. Hold on, there's a flag on the field, though, backfield as Tucker Malin kind of pointed. special teams play. They have a big return. You know this Tucker Malin kind of said, hey, everybody celebrate me. He kind of looked at the crowd and said, hey, no, there's a flag back there. We're coming back. Uh, we are hoping that... Uh, the situation we had just witnessed on the sideline is going to be resolved soon. It looks like they have escorted that uh, member of the band uh, off there, awaiting some help there. So prayers and thoughts with them right now as we have come back to this ball game now. Left to right as you listen here, as Good Hope was. Uh, it was a return to the other side, other 45. But now it's all the way back to the, what, 33, 32? These penalties killing them on special teams. Yes, they are. Oh, back to the 22. Oh, wow. They're going to march him back further on this one. I didn't catch what it was, but maybe some kind of illegal procedure. Could be a chop block. We never know. Really what happens here sometimes on special teams returns, but good hope. Going to make the no, best out of it this time with Hank Hudson. Hudson is being dragged finally out of bounds. And they took the strong arm of Huckabee there for Asheville. but they didn't go all the way. That was almost taken all the way to the house there as Hope get dragged out of bounds at about the 45-yard line. Still sets up the Eva Bank first down for your Raiders. They're going to go back to the same place, same formation. Every time they ran this formation, it's going to half-back dive. Yep. Hank Hudson again, left side, has a lot of galloping room and finally brought down to the 50, so a five-yard gain. And something shiny just hit the turf there at the midfield logo. He just got stepped on, whatever it was. Uh, there it is again. I don't know what it is, but it has hit the turf. So Whoever it is, I'd, whoever it belongs to, I'd hope they'd scoop that up. wonder what it is. Second and about six to go. This time hard running is not going to pay off for a lot. Hank Hudson again. Something new this year. We are making most of our live talk shows and sports programming available in podcast form. The easiest way you can access this is to go to our website at live95coleman.com and go to On Demand. We also have links. It's on Spotify. Yeah, to Spotify, Apple, wherever you get your play, uh, your podcast from. It's going to be third and four now for the Raiders as they go left to right. This time, it's going to be Watley's pass to Cone. Cone connects. Easy money. Easy money for the first down. That one brought to you, of course, each week by Eva Bank. Just an easy little curl route concept. Perfect timing. As Cone was a big factor in last week's win against Hansville. He'll stay a factor in this week's game against Asheville. Right now, 20 to 7. As we come back, third quarter, 10 minutes, 20 seconds. Hank Hudson in the backfield. Hudson kind of faked the handoff. Watley goes downfield for Cone. Oh, and had him on the post. Almost had him there on the post, incomplete, just ahead of his grasp. Good attempt, though, by Watley to kind of dial up the downfield action. Yep, it was there. It was all there, just not where you the ball You could tell the way he was talking before to the quarterback. He was getting the ball on that play. This time, second and ten again. Ball is placed at about the, looks like the 43-yard line here. 
This time, Cone will be the quarterback. He'll fake that oh, hand up to Hank middle. Hudson, draw it himself, and drew that up and brought it down got inside the, the 30. It got the Eva Bank first down there as Tyler Cone thought, you know, good, good attempt trying to pass it to me, but, hey, I could probably run it, too, if you needed me to. That's a good attempt there. Watley comes back in at the QB. Cone will go to the near sideline. Beside him will be Hancock. This time, he'll drive to to Tyler Cohn again. Cohn will cut inside and try to to flee, uh, flank a couple defenders there. So second and five on a five-yard scamper by Tyler Cohn on the near sideline. Now the Raiders are moving. This time, Watley, screen pass, Malin. Malin. Malin has a lot of room, stays up, spins around, couple tackles. He's still up. He's still up and finally brought down inside the 20-yard line for the Eva Bank. First down as they'll officially spot him near the 17. A little bubble screen concept that time. The defenders were backing off because they feared the pass. Made the screen easy. Malin always makes the first one miss. Yeah. And even if he doesn't make a miss, he'll make him pay for it. Watley. Gets the snap. Watley throws it in the corner for oh. Hancock downfield. Ooh, in and out of his grasp. Incomplete. Incomplete. That would have been a cool touchdown to see. The defender was backing off like he was playing cover two or something. But instead, there was no one back there to help him. He's lucky he didn't pay. On second and ten here, about the 17-yard line. 27 Raiders. Eight minutes, 52 seconds. They come to the line now. This time. Is that Cone lining up the quarterback? It's Watley. No, Cone faked everybody. I believe it was a Watley to Cone, actually. I don't think Watley stayed out, but he kind of faked everybody he needed to, which includes this press box. Yes, it was a good little read option right there. As it was kind of slow to materialize for a second, but then finally Cohn decided to make the big stride, and he does well. Colton Watley now comes back out. Hank Hudson to his right. It's third and short here. Watley has Cohn again in for the end zone. Touchdown, Raiders! I think that was the all-Cone drive. Yes. Do you remember in the old Maddens, they used to have the vision cone where you picked a receiver and the cone would face that receiver? And now your score stands at 26-7, away from the PAT there. uh, Madden 06 era. The good days. Here comes Cooper to kick the PAT before they added trading cards to the game. Kick is up for Cooper, and it is off the crossbar. No good. I haven't seen that. It doinked it twice. So it stays 26-7. to Raiders over the Asheville Bulldogs. We've got some new updates on our Odin's Auto Glass scoreboard to tell you about. We love that big glass board. It is 17-0 Aggies over the Brewer Patriots, and that's what we're talking about. You know, they need to get it to go. They got Russellville in about two weeks, so big region win if they can capitalize on it. West Point trying to vie for that third or fourth seed, wherever they're ranked or positioned. They got to beat Ardmore tonight. It's tied 7-7, that one in quarter number three. That's a thriller. Almost our game of the week, but 
Unfortunately, due to some unforeseen circumstances, we're and we're not complaining one bit. We love love good hope and I love being here tonight, but it's more of a blessing than a than a curse. Yes. Good it was about time Good Hope got a dose of the premiere. Jay had to call in the big guns to help out the Raiders. No, no, come on now. I think well, we Tommy and Daniel do a fine job. But. Well, no, they weren't available. So that's they right. Well, that's the, the, the hero. Well, I see what you're saying now. Cooper is going to punt this one away Ooh, to the Bird. Bulldogs. And first one on it. Looks like, yeah, Tyler Bird, they leave him open. He's as free as a bird half the time when he just slams into him. That is our consensus right now, not just for the Scrap Iron MVP trophy. But, but probably our consensus also for tonight's Raider of the Week, especially on defense, Tyler Bird. Yes, and Malin Cone has made a case, but I'm still leaning Malin for the offense. We hope well wishes to his older brother, Tanner Malin, out there playing a starting quarterback position for Millsaps this season. That one in Jackson, Mississippi. This time... They're going to make a couple misses there, but instead Asheville has, looks like Harrison, and he took Cone. it. Is that Cone? That was Cone, Cone yeah. And Hancock as well. Hancock and Cone shut down Harris on the uh, loss of one, actually. Oh, looks like he got a stinger limping a little bit. Yeah, like he, uh, tried to, as he tried to go to, the near, or to our near sideline there with that run, but it seemed like he kind of, the gradient wasn't there right. Yes. Defenders flew too fast. They lost one this time. Oh. J.B. Potter is going to be sacked in the backfield. That's a big boy play right there. He went to pitch it, but the guy was so close he got afraid to and tried to beat him, but he couldn't beat him. The defender was in the backfield immediately on that play. Almost beat the ball back there. That was Zeb Smith with the help of Zachary Keller there for the Good Hope Raiders and a big stuff there. And Asheville backed up further now on third down. Madison Academy also leading Vimont 35. Nothing that one was not looking good, but Madison Academy has been known to be one of the better teams in 3A. This time, J.B. Potter steps got back, man. goes deep, hits Williams with it. Williams oh. Oh. made one miss. Can he make another? He's got Tyler Cone all in his face, brought down to the 20-yard line. What a run down by Tyler Cone. He was on the other side of the field, and he just broke towards the man. But that doesn't take away the great play by Asheville on that bomb. Tyler Cone may be playing for both sides of the ball MVP. That's Potter Hits Williams on the 30-yard pass, and then the yards after catch looked about five as Tyler Cohn decided to get up there and just ran quick. I mean, he burned Hancock and he burned Malin for a second, and then Cohn had to save the day there. You almost want to call it a touchdown-saving tackle, but you never really know as... It was. It had to have been. I know they, they saved that for, like, the, you know, the the one-yard scamper into the end zone, but there's always a touchdown-saving tackle, yes. no matter how far out. As Beeson has come back, he looks to be okay as he takes the run for two. Second and eight coming up. If you want any chance if you're Asheville, you can't walk away with less than seven. 55, or 5.55 in the third quarter here. 
J.B. Potter is going to hand this one to Beeson. Beeson had a lot of room that time to the 10-yard line, and he trips up at about the 9. And it looks like that will be good enough for the first down. The clock didn't stop for the chains. That's interesting. And Eva Bank, first down here. First and goal now. Five minutes, 27 seconds in the third quarter here. Trailing 26-7. to Asheville is driving from right to left as you listen. J.B. Potter flips this one up to Beeson. Beeson kind of got tripped up on his own, but finished the job there. He is 54 for Good Hope. And that we've called his name once before. We'll call it again. Hopefully more Isaiah Owen. Love all of our fans out there in Raider Nation and Live 95 country. Absolutely. Second and goal now. Looks like the quarterback, J.B. Potter, surveying the field. This time, fake the handoff to Beast and then flip it ahead. Bird with the tip. Incomplete. Definitely got some hops. As Bird was able to tip that one up, it was intended for Connor Owen. Third and goal now as the... Bulldogs. Third, oh, right at five on Nashville got hurt. Limping off the field. Yep, he's a little gimpy right now. Is that Connor Owen? He's also their kicker. He was. He kind of took a weird angle when he went to the turf there. Let's make sure everyone gets reset. They got three dudes in motion. Four minutes, 37 seconds officially. Time has stopped. We're back on the field with this play. J.B. Potter over oh, the corner into the end zone. Incomplete. Nope. He was smothered. And we have a flag coming out late. And Asheville's kind of looking at the refs like, what did we do? So, you know, that's a good sign. I didn't see no P.I. I did not see All no P.I. Only on the defense. <sighs> it's automatic. Automatic first down. And it will be an automatic first down here the on. distance to the goal. So what is that, five? Yep. Five yard line? Yes. See if the Raiders can stop them again. Okay, I like that better than P.I. I yeah. mean, it's the same thing, but I like that a little better than P.I. I didn't see if it. it's in the end zone, it's not the same thing. You get the ball at the two. And if you're Asheville, this is four-down territory. you got to oh, go for it. Yes. Officials are slow to make any changes on the field. I, I heard it was officially ruled off on the defense, holding on the defense. So that should mean we go half distance to go, like you said, in an automatic first down. Here we go. Okay. They're just kind of slow to get everything set here. That's not a – is it an automatic first down? I thought defense folding was an automatic first down. Okay, so sorry. Not an automatic first down. We had In our – high school, they don't do automatic first okay, down. It's there just the yards. I'm still getting used to these rules. No, it's I took strange. your lead. I should have listened. <laughs> All right, it's third down and ten. It is strange, yes. I'll be reading the rule book all weekend now. You know, I'm used to commentating NFL games at the house. That's true. Third down at the five. End zone. He oh, had it. to hold on to that. Good Hope is I saying he no. Got it. He had it. He got it. They're okay. saying touchdown, Bulldogs. That's one you'd like to see the video replay of, but I think he got it. Oh, he got one foot in. Yeah. He had possession one foot. But I, I don't, I, the possession is what I was leery of. Who was that, Nate Hook Bay? I believe that was actually Parker Smith. Nope, no, it was, you're right, you're right. No, you're right. It was number six, not eight. 
I think he's got a little bit of grass on his jersey, so that, that line between eight and six is closing in. So touchdown, Bulldogs. And now they're using their uh, Harry Potter level sorcery out Why here. Why they do that on uh, extra points, don't know. I know. And here Not comes sure. Canyon White now. PAT kick is up, and it is good. No, no good. good. Sorry, no good, folks. Wide left. All right. That's favorable. 13-26. We have a two-score game. A pretty interesting game. And, you know, when we visited with Coach Scott, he said that things in Asheville have been kind of getting together. This is a first-year head coach. And we saw Asheville last time. It was a different head coach. We had their, their coach last season step down midway or towards the end. So they had an interim coach to finish their season. Yes, they're 0-6, but, you know, there's a perfect time to get things together. Yeah. Now would no be. No time like the present. You know, something, even if they're not playing to win a playoff spot, it's still nice to, you know, find the groove and get together you know, what you've been no doing. No one wants an O for season. You want to get at least one win. Don't want to pull a Detroit line. I, I, I played in an O for season myself, my freshman year of high school. I played for multiple, for the Speak Mini Midgets, Speak Midgets, Speak Peewee. It ain't fun. I think everyone's been had to go through an O for season, and it's never great. I've seen a couple at Vimont, and I think Tom Brady ever had an O for season. I don't think so. I don't know. Maybe the year he spent injured counts as an O for season. Well, no, wait, in won, high school, in high school, Matt Cast, in high school, I know his team when he took over was really bad. San Mateo. Brought down to the 15-yard line and now drawn up to the 30 on this return. That, that is be a Carter mask. Rutherford. That's yeah. going to be a face mask. I've seen a hand on his face mask. Do we have, a fl- do we have a flag? We do. Okay. All That's right, finally yeah. going to be on uh, Asheville yeah. on a special teams play. We've got a penalty on Asheville on Every time teams. there's one. This time it's for Asheville. Yeah. That was blatant. I, I agree with you on that one. It's going to be a face mask penalty likely coming against Asheville. Chains will move more favorable after Carter, Carter Rutherford's yeah. return. Four minutes, 14 seconds. Raiders up. Another update from the Fairview Brewer game. 24-0. Aggies up. Told you it'd take a minute, but they're going. They turned it off. They are not looking back. They will not be firing that cannon tonight if Fairview can do anything about it. I hate that cannon. First and ten. First and ten here. As it's going to be a handoff up the middle for some Raider here. Wasn't Cohen. I can see him to the right. That's actually number eight instead who checks in now. As we're getting to the point where we're going to kind of sub some people out, we get to see Aiden Black in. Nick, I bet you're not a fan of the cannon either. You've played there. Yeah, it's not fun. Makes you jump a lot. I'll tell you one time, Coach Scott could back me up. It was like 66 to 7. Brewer over Vinemont back in the day. Watley downfield. That's a strike for Malin. Can he take it to the house? He said, give me my short. One yard short as he gets tracked down by that Asheville Bulldog. That's still an Eva Bank first down and a big one. Nonetheless, Cole saying, give me the touchdown. I want to be MVP. We've got this game in hand. 
time to play for stats. I believe that was Tyler Harris that dragged down Malin. They called officially at the two-yard line. Now, that was a touchdown save attack. That was. That was absolutely everything. I don't think Malin knew how close he was. He would have stuck an arm out and done a stiff arm there. Looks like they're going to run a quarterback sneak right up the middle. Oh, and this time Malin on the edge. Malin stays up. Bowley's in. Touchdown, Raiders! He said, I want that touchdown. Give me my MVP metaphorical trip. Well, we got a flag on the field. We got two uh, flags. Looks like it's after the play. That's a late hit. He was already in the end zone. Unbelievable. Every time I heard a somebody in the audience say every time. Every time is indeed right. All right, Asheville getting tagged with a personal foul. Okay. That one yard can make a huge difference on this extra point. It is 32-13. Absolutely right. When you double doink it, every one yard you can get will count. Good Up's whole line comes back to their sideline. They scored the touchdown. That was good. 32-13 is your score waiting here for now the PAT unit to come out. And looks like we will not see a PAT unit. We're going to see Cone and Malin Said stay going to hit us late. We're going to go for two. They're going to go buddy. for two here. Only got to get a yard. I know analytically I think that changes the math. All right, Sean Bay, calm down. See what we got here. I have a question after this play. Cone, keeper, middle, oh, moves the pile. It. He's got it. Touch our two-point conversion is good for the Raiders. With Sean McVay scheming you for an entire game, trying to scheme you open, do you think you get 20 yards on an NFL defense? I do. I do. Yeah. I don't think I could. I could. If they run a lot of man especially, I mean, it's no. I'm just better than you. Uh-huh. I could see you running the hitch on every play. And catching it and having a Michael Thomas 10 catches, 20-yard stat line. Or uh, are Puka and Cooper out there? Not tonight. Are they going to be out there? That's too much weaponry if they had you to the line, huh? That's tied in. That's, that's all they need. The Coleman County Sports Network is powered by Coleman's Coleman Community Radio, Coleman's Live 95.5. We bring you the most high school football action every week. Four streaming channels to your football pleasure. Download Coleman's Live 95 app from your favorite app store, Google Play, or the Apple App Store. Stream live at live95coleman.com, or you can listen on our Facebook page. Cooper, to boot this one, he'll get it fielded at the 35, and he has stood up. Oh, Oh, my goodness. Here comes the boom. That's a solid Kevin James movie. It is. If you haven't seen it, I don't think I don't think that was burned on that one. I think that was actually a lot of that one came from came from Mason Drake that time. Uncharted. Again next Uncharted. week, Raiders and Wildcats. That one from Fultondale. First time that we will take a game to Fultondale Stadium because every time we've covered Fultondale. They have been in the middle of a big project to rebuild their school and their stadium course, the Tornado of 2021. As Bird puts some pressure in there, ball is incomplete on the turf there. If Good Hope plays the way they do tonight, they're going to have to have a project to put their defense back together. <laughs> Pass was intended for Huckbee. We get to see the first time at Fultondale Stadium. Before they'd been playing at Terrence Stadium. Now we travel 
to the actual home of the Wildcats next week on the Coleman County Sports Network, actually on the Good Hope Raiders Sports Network, powered by Coleman's Live 95 and presented by K&K Logging. Second and ten. Asheville has the ball this time. They're going to pass. Oh, and complete, but he paid for it. They are laying Hank lumber tonight. Hudson. We hitting tonight, boys. Hank Hudson putting the whoop-whops there on Jaden Harris that time. Pass was complete, and they got the yardage, but like you said, Nick, he's going to have to pay for it. He wanted it. I'll say that. This will be a big region win if the score holds. I think it will. As we're still in the third quarter, oh. two minutes, 24 seconds. Timeout called. We'll take one ourselves. Your score again, 34-13. We'll be back with more of the third quarter here in just a moment. There are many advantages when you bank locally with people you know. Eva Bank will get you started or restarted. Eva Bank offers many loan choices. We stay flexible and put your situation first. What matters to you? matters to us. We are specialty lenders with programs for home purchases, home construction, land purchases, manufactured homes with or without land, commercial real estate, and other consumer or business loans. Eva Bank is your one-stop lender. The process is fast and easy. You can apply in person, over the phone at 256-255-2000, or you can visit us online at www.evabank.com to get started today. Eva Bank, NMLS number 414640, member FDIC, equal housing. Welcome back to the Coleman County Sports Network, powered by K&K Logging. As we go back, Asheville has the ball, and they hand off their trusty running back, Jonathan Beeson, on the carry. So he's on the spot. got the first down. That one brought just by barely, the bank. Got it. Two minutes, nine seconds, and rolling in the third quarter. Your Raiders up big, 34-13, but Asheville's playing crafty football. Let's see if the Raiders dial up to stifle them. Loud here at James W. Shable Stadium. You can feel the action from your house. This is pumping louder than the Coleman County Fair does. As J.B. Potter being chased out. around. And he'll be knocked out of bounds on the Good Hope sideline, being chased there by Lindsey and I, I by think they're saying he wasn't out. That he was down before he went, got out. Zeb Smith and it looked like Lindsey chasing him around. And they, I don't know. They're, I guess they're not ruling it out of bounds. So still... Big play by those two young men for Good Hope. One minute, 36 seconds. Going to send everybody out here as they can this time. Step back throw. Oh, He's oh. going to be sacked. Unblocked. Zachary Keller. That's a the clean DB. That's a clean hit. Five foot eight, 145 pounds of power. The quarterback finally gets up after taking that shot. J.B. Potter felt every single bit of that. He did. He's still kind of kind of confused out there. I don't think he's got a concussion or anything. I think he's still just kind of in disbelief. That came like a like a truck. A 145-pound truck. It was if speed Francis Ngannou is a Ford Escort, is that a Mini Cooper? Chevy Sport. Looked like Harris in motion this time. Potter, plenty of time to throw. All day. Pressure coming from Good Hope. Cuts inside. The pocket has collapsed. They have a pass downfield oh, and it's broken paid. up. They intended that one on the far sideline there. 
I believe, for Williams, but instead it came in and Weston Hancock broke up the ball. Or broke up the pass, rather, and didn't collect the ball, but knocked it out of bounds on the Asheville sideline. Fourth down coming up. Looks like a new punter comes out. That's Ryan Harris. They were letting Connor Owen get a lot of the uh, snaps that time, but Connor Owen may have taken a shot to his leg earlier that's going to prevent him from coming in. Let's see if we can get through this special team sequence without a flag. This time from the 34-yard line. That's main time on it. This time it's Rutherford with it. Rutherford takes it from the 30 now to the 36. No flags. No flags down. And he'll be tackled. It's only when they have a good return if there's a flag. By Alan Griffiths of Asheville. So now it's good hope ball in the waning minute of the third quarter. 32 seconds officially on the board. First and 10 from the 35 Raiders. Rutherford has checked out. Looks like we're still seeing Cone in the game. Watley's at quarterback. Hudson's missing, though, but they swap him out for Aiden Black. Malin in motion. Goes to the near sideline. This time it's going to be Aiden Black with it, and Black is still dragging. He's got the Eva Bank first down and then some two yards after the line to gain. Down at the 49, 48. And he was just dragging everybody at that last second there. 14 seconds officially third quarter, and i got to imagine time is about to expire. Yes, should bring us to the end of the third quarter. As the cadence from the band from Asheville says otherwise, that's the end of the third quarter. It's time for get you to your get your fours up, up, ladies and gentlemen. It means something to us. Therefore, we cannot stand still. All this madness here on the Good Hope Raiders Sports Network. Your score, 34-13. to 13. As they lead Asheville here on senior night, the final night here at James Shabel Stadium. We'll take a quick break. We'll bring you the fourth quarter here in just a moment. A game without a crowd is just a scrimmage. A performance without an audience is just a rehearsal. Without your presence, high school sports and the performing arts aren't possible. Ensure that these essential extracurricular activities continue to enrich the lives of students in Alabama. Purchase a ticket to your local high school's game or performance. This message presented by the AHSAA and the Alabama High School Athletic Directors and Coaches Association. Coleman Electric Cooperative has been providing electricity and community support to help local people and businesses grow for the last 86 years. The co-op is adding to that legacy with its new Sprout Fiber Internet, giving its members access to blazing fast gigabit internet speeds with unmatched reliability and extraordinary customer service. Coleman Electric Cooperative and Sprout Fiber Internet. Powerful connections, brighter future. Welcome back to the Good Hope Raiders Sports Network. It's the final quarter of football to be played here in front of the home crowd tonight, and the Raiders look to make it special. We come back to the field, 12 fresh minutes on the board. Malin to the near sideline. Watley's under center. This time he's going to feed this one up the middle, I believe for Aiden Black once more, and Black takes it all the way to the line to gain, and maybe a little extra on the spin move he did there. Just kill the clock here if you're the Raiders. Just keep on pounding up the middle. The clock is not is your friend. 
Next week, Raider Nation, we need you all to join us in Fultondale. We need all we can get because it's going to be a big one if the Raiders want to make their postseason dreams come true. It's the Wildcats and the Raiders next week on the Good Hope Raiders Sports Network. Presented by K&K Logging and powered by Coleman's Live 95. We'll make the trip down to Fultondale if you can't, but we'd love to have Raider Nation back us on that one next week. Yes, they need we to win that game. Crowd. Need to win that game next week and need everybody they can to make their way over the Aniana in the following week. Raider season ends. The regular season ends on the 27th. Of course, this is the final game against our final game for the home crowd. It's senior night here at Good Hope. This time on second and one, it's going to be Aiden Black again. He's got the first down and then some on the Eva Bank. First down as Cone came in at quarterback that time. Now we got first and ten. This time from the 37-yard line of the Bulldogs. Right to left we go here for the final stands of this one. 34-13. Watley back in. Watley time to throw. Pressure coming. Clock is collapsing. Watley stays up. Doesn't get rid of the ball so he's going to have to fall on that one. No loss. No gain. Thought he, for a second he had a vision to throw but I think everybody was all covered well, up. He was probably told like if you don't have anything just take a sack and bleed 40 more seconds off the clock. Well, that's a good play too. Okay. Didn't lose any yardage though, so. Yeah. They'll send Cone to the far sideline, Malin to the near one. They're both pointing, kind of giving direction to Watley. This time, going to give it up the middle for Aiden Black. Or no, no, excuse us. That's number six this time, Mason Drake. The eight and the six is always a fun one, isn't it? Yeah, especially if they roll the jersey up like he's doing now. Malin checks out. Parker Johnston's in. They send Carter Rutherford to the near side. Watley, shotgun formation. Watley will hit the screen this time to Johnston. Johnston takes it to about the 35-yard line. Got to love the check down. Yeah, especially in this situation. Like I said, you're just killing the clock. Fourth down coming up. Nine minutes, 32 seconds and rolling in this ballgame. Good help leading big. Watley's checking back in. No indication that we're going to punt this one away. I mean, they want to do the check down first down special. They With the field definitely position, could. you know. I, I don't, don't fault them at all. This is going to be from the 35-yard line. It is Watley in, not Cone. To his right is... A running back as they're going to flip this one to Malin. Malin with a good check down. And he stays on his feet. Has the first down. Flag's coming out, but Malin is still on his feet. Malin still going. Touchdown Raiders. Oh, is that dog. They may be playing the Bulldogs, but he's got that dog in him. But it's probably a holding penalty, just like every other big play. No, he seems to be signaling it's on the defense. Oh. Holding on the defense. It's the climb. Decline. Touchdown Raiders. Touchdown Raiders. And that's... That's got to be the hat trick for Tucker Malin tonight. I think he is a... Uh, okay, we ready to play our MVPs? Oh. I, th I think he just sealed the deal on the offensive side. The offensive MVP. And, of course, the Raider of the Week, always presented by the Warhurst team at Hagamore Realty Group. So far, 
All bets on the offense, Tucker Malin. Overall on the defense, Tyler Bird. Looks like the kick from Cooper is up, and it is good. 41-31, or 41-13, rather. Good night for the Raiders here. Eight minutes, 49 seconds. Back in a moment here on the Good Hope Raiders Sports Network. Presented by K&K Lawton. In the game of mortgages, experience matters. Meet Josh Phillips, a veteran with over 13 years in the mortgage industry. As a leader in the local mortgage community, Josh is more than just a lender. He's a partner who believes in making an impact. At Impact Mortgage Group, they're not just making mortgages. They're making a positive impact on borrowers and our community. You can experience the difference, too, with Josh Phillips at Impact Mortgage Group. I'm Josh Phillips of Impact Mortgage Group. You can reach me at 256-338-2920, and I'll show you how my experience can help impact your next home purchase. In MLS number 338 Welcome back to James Shable Stadium. And we are back. Ball was, uh, I believe, not kicked out of bounds this time by Cooper, the, the which flag. means we have a flag. They're yeah, over here on the, the 40, uh, right? on the forty right there. I think yeah. it's thirty-five in high school. Man, these high school rules, I'm telling you. So used to commentating them NFL games. <laughs> I know. You know, it took a long negotiations now, with your agents this season to get you. That's why you're so late on joining the broadcast. My wife is my agent, and she uh. Yeah, she's pretty stiff. So we'll give you a quick rundown. Uh, amen, brother. 21-14, West Point over Ardmore. Madison Academy, the Mustangs trotting the Good Hope, or excuse me, the Vimont Eagles, 49-6. While the Bulldog, or yeah, the Bulldogs of Hansville trailing Etowah, 28-7. Holly Pond losing to West End, 36-16. And finally... Brewer trailing the Aggies of Fairview, 31-0, as the Aggies have woken up and played some great offense. Here we got a chunk play. It's going to be Williams. Intercepted. It is a jump ball intercepted by Goodhope, but the flag is down, so you know that's probably going. But Williams was the intended receiver, and the ball got knocked away by a, I believe that was, that was number eight or number six there for Goodhope. That was uh, Mason Drake again. Pretty obvious pass interference from what yeah. I've seen. Wasn't looking at the ball. Didn't get his head around. As J.B. Potter dialed up a chunk play to Williams, and Williams, by virtue, will get that ball back on the P.I. call. Wait, wait, hold on, hold on. That one didn't even matter. This is going to be an illegal procedure against the Bulldogs. So, just uh, forget that. No, wait. You okay. can still decline the penalty oh, if that's the only well. flag. Yeah. Okay. Raider ball. Raider ball. Okay. No Bulldog ball still. So it was pass interference. Would that not be called from the spot of the foul, though? I'm not in high school. I think it's, what, 15 yards? All right. Okay. So the facts you need to know is the Bulldogs have the ball now. This time again. We got some pressure coming quick. He is stopped. As he gets met quickly by Zeb Smith for the Raiders. Okay. Came around unblocked again. Walk you back there. Raiders got called on 
I guess what they're calling a pass interference. But we, I thought, and that's on me, I thought by the virtue of the call, it was they didn't call the spot of the foul. But I guess they did not call pass interference. They called illegal procedure and then some other flag on Goodo. So rather, Bulldogs keep the ball, but not taking it from there near the end zone. So that's good news there. 40-yard line is where we will play this one. Second and 10. They'll flip it forward, and I don't think he's going to go anywhere else. Nope. I think he even lost one. They did a fake screen to the right and then ran another back in through the middle on a little screen, and Good Hope sniffed that one out. As they flip As that one to Beeson. Strong set of lungs. Thanks. It's going to be now a third and ten this time. Williams comes back out. He's the one with the orange cleats. We do have one out there with the pink socks on, though. Respect, respect. Absolutely. So the one we were talking about earlier before the game started with the orange cleats, he is Williams. He's the go-to receiver. The one with the pink socks is number 17. He flips around. This time, J.B. Potter had a lot of time to look oh. downfield. Oh, Williams on the jump ball, and he will get pushed out of bounds over on his own sideline. And Good catch. Ought to be careful there. It was... Uh, Rutherford and Mason Drake once more. Got to be careful though. That I was expecting, and maybe it's just my, you know, just used to it at this point. I was expecting to see the laundry come out on that one. Yeah, not been quite as clean of a second half. Eva Bank first down, good there off the pass. Now this time it is nearly picked off. Too high there, near the five yard line on the attempt at pass there downfield. Once more for this Williams. is when they struggle. It's when they roll him out. Every time when they roll him out, I feel like the offense gets hamstrung. When they just have him sit in the pocket, he's able to make plays and attack both sides of the field. So, some beautiful insight. Thank like, you. I feel like I've heard that before. Second and ten. You won't hear it anywhere else other than right here, though. Again, another Potter. Roll out. Another this roll time out. rolls out. Now keeps it. Goes out of bounds. That does not work. About the 15-yard line. Six you minutes, know, 45 seconds. Up. It has not been working. But if Asheville was listening to us, maybe they would learn not to roll out. Yeah. Two-yard gain on the run on the quarterback's improvision. Maybe we should start a consult, a football <laughs> consulting service. Yeah. Yeah. Charged Isn't it a that. fancy way of saying coaching? No, consulting. Like, we just come in and help teams. Still sounds like a fancy way to say coaching this time. Ooh, it's broken up. No, we won't be coaches. We'll be consu- third-party consultants. Oh, okay, third-party. Okay, so it's not like what Alabama does to rehab. But that's analysts. Oh, okay. That's sorry. That's the key word. Sorry. I they do know. have consultants they bring in at different times. Like I know that Nick Saban has a defensive line consultant he'll refer to at different times. Maybe it's a good way to get into coaching. Fourth and eight well, coming up. Uh, well, no, it's more like retired guys who don't want like a full-time gig. Who's saving trust? I like the way you think there, buddy. Drop back this time for the quarterback. Oh, oh. he evaded one tackle, and the second one's not going to be so nice. He gets two bodies on him. When I was at the University of Alabama, I was told in business consulting, if the customer pays you to tell them something, make sure you tell them that. <laughs> It was Seth Loggins and Isaiah Owen there. Not so pleasant as he evaded the hand tackle on the uh, leg there. He's trying to send them to be 0-9 or 0-8. 
Excuse me. But I'll tell you what is Going pleasant. 7, actually. Going 7. Yeah. Rock and roll sushi is pretty pleasant. Oh. You know, speaking of spooky, since it's Friday the 13th, I was always scared of sushi because who eats raw fish? Nobody. It's weird. But I ended up having it. It's pretty decent. It is good. I, I had sushi for lunch today. Very good. Did you have rock and roll sushi? Yes, I did. Okay. Good deal. Rock and Roll Sushi, one of our proud sponsors here on the Good Hub Raiders Sports Network. And uh, if you eat one of their sushi rolls, you learn how to rock and roll. Play guitar. Well, they say that rock and roll obviously is very important to us as a culture. Sushi is pretty good to have. It is. Not necessarily an American cultural thing, but it has become a phenomenon. We've appropriated it. Rock and roll is an American fun phenomenon, though. I went to a Metallica concert a couple years ago. They still got it. I was there, too. That was a good concert. They still got it. I wish I went now. So, once more, the Odin's Autoglass regional scoreboard. 21-14, West Point over Ardmore. Final score from Madison. Madison Academy trances the Vimon Eagles 49-6. to Etowah, 28. Hansville, 7. That one's still in the third quarter, and... Looks like in quarter number four, the Brewer Patriots are going to fall to the Fairview Aggies. One being covered on the edge, Alt Channel 3 on our app. And, of course, Columbia trailing Coleman 35-0, that one. On Channel 4, that one also in quarter number four. They still got a chance. (laughs) So you're saying there's a chance. Don DeYoung and his, uh, maybe he has his friend Ben out there. I don't know. I wasn't listening fully earlier, but hopefully his friend Ben's back with him. If not, hopefully he's calling a great game. We listened to some of his game at the end of our broadcast last week as he had Coleman and uh, Athens, actually, as it almost slipped my mind. That was a thriller to the end. And, of course, the Greer family, Chris, Charlie, and Father Joe out there down the mountain I'm <laughs> they're kneeing the ball okay so there's six minutes on the board though mind you they are kneeing the ball that's a, called asserting your dominance I don't know if this is like the final stand for the off I think that's what it is it's the final they're stand giving for the seniors call. yes the seniors are coming out and they're taking their bows and I like that now they're watching this field has ended Oh, it looks like an injured player, Josh Re- Reburn. Is that who was out there? He has a brace on. I think they just wanted him to have a play on his senior now. Oh, I see. You're right, Tibble. Yep. Okay. I saw that too now. So now we will lose the normal leadership we've had all tonight, and we will go to the second string as that's Aiden Black on the run there and the new quarterback in. I believe it was Cone, but I could be. No, that's not Cone. That's actually going to be. Parker Johnson coming in at quarterback this time. He's keeping the pressure on, though. One thing you'll also have to look out for, Rutherford stays in, and Tyler Bird's also going to come in on offense. As that was probably the final time you'll see the most of the seniors out there for the Raiders this season, unless you are traveling to Fultondale or Anion in the next couple weeks, and hopefully we have some postseason action to talk about, too. Currently vying for that fourth seed. They have to definitely beat Fultondale next week. This win against Asheville will help, but they'll need every win they can get. They've got two games remaining after this one. We're going to have 
A punch what a here. Punt. And that's a boomer there by Drake. Not a Gen Z, a boomer. Or no, not that's not Drake. Drake recovered it, but that's actually Cohen that checked in for a second. Okay. Now we got that correct. So that was Tyler Cohen's beautiful. Oh, the ball boy nearly tripped. Kick there. Oh, he made it. He still made it. That was a uh, okay. good attempt by the ball boy. Watching him kind of shuffle on his feet. He should be playing wide receiver one day for this <laughs> Raider team. Well, maybe we'll call his senior day. That's what he did was phenomenal. That was that was really cool of him. He stayed on as far as he could. Asheville looks like they're also going to trot out some of their second line. Oh, right in his hands. New quarterback in for Asheville is, I believe that's going to be, now we have like six positions here. I believe that's Jaden Harris now playing the quarterback, but that could be. Nope, sorry, it's Ryan Harris. Ryan Harris. That's Jay. Parker Smith who dropped the ball. That that was a pretty accurate ball. I don't know. It kind of caught him the opposite him, of where he was going. He had to turn around. Cut the kids some slack. Next week again, Raider Nation travels to Fultondale. Let's get up Raider Sports Network. We'll take you down oh. to Fultondale. Nearly picked off there by Mason Drake of the Raiders, and that will be a broken-up play nonetheless, and it'll be a third and ten coming up. Raider Nation again. Trots into Fultondale next week. The Wildcats looking like a good team, but the Raiders want to play spoiler next week. They need the wins they can get. Hopefully they can get one next week. We'll cover that game right here on the Good Up Raiders Sports Network, powered by K&K Logging, always presented by Coleman's Live 95. It's third and ten now. Asheville has the ball. Ryan Harrison at quarterback. New lineup here. Williams is kind of in here, but he has a different guy he's lined up with. Oh, he got the first down? I think they got... Wait a minute. Okay, no. It is first down. Okay. Thought for a second when Good Hope kind of turned around, thought maybe the ball went loose for a second. That will be the Eva Bank first down. Four minutes officially in this ball game. 41-13. Raiders up. Again, next week, need everybody we can to travel with us to Fultondale. Come on with us. We ain't got room in the car. We'd let you ride with us. We'll take a bus. Y'all stop at Moulton. Gas prices are below uh, three bucks, though. Ryan Harris steps back, heaves downfield. Has a receiver. It is caught. And he will be brought down finally by Good Hope's Blake Cordes there to track him down. That was the play he missed on the post earlier. Good play. That was Williams again. That's a big Eva Bank first down for the Bulldogs. It's in garbage time, nonetheless. Still a great play to see out there. Always like, I like this moment of the game when you have, no offense to teams over there, but one of those things that I see over there, I like to see this where they're uh, giving these reps to these other players. Because this is going to be the future of this team here. As the ball came loose on the... He caught it while he was going down. Griffiths Heads up. Play to fix your own mistake. As Griffiths took the ball, Alan Griffiths kind of just had to fall down by virtue of the tackle. Ball came loose. And then, uh, yeah, he just kind of fell on it. Just nice play. He got it back while he was, like, suspended in the air, basically. That was almost like a circus act for a second.
All right, we put one in motion for Asheville. They flip it back to Williams. Williams this time will try this end around. Has to beat one. Cuts inside. Oh. He pushed him to the side. Ties to get into the house. Tries to. And he's going to get short at the five-yard line. He kind of just put that kid to bed for good hope. Was that number six? That was number six, Drake again. Mason Drake. He got thrown into uncharted territory. Yes. <laughs> All right, now we're back to the field now. Oh, they did get the first down. Clock kicks going. under two minutes now. Yeah. Eva Bank first down here as clock goes under two minutes to go. Harris, Williams in motion. This oh. time in the middle for Parker Griffiths and Griffiths. He didn't get it. Ping pong short of the uh, goal line there. See if they can punch it in for momentum. For next week. Carson Hollis there for Good Hope. Playing at that linebacker position and able to make the big stop there for Good Hope. Got a minute 20 to work with. Next week, these Bulldogs will head off to... No, they'll host Aniana. Sorry. I'm not saying sorry because I had that wrong. I'm saying sorry you're hosting Aniana next week. Did you guys see that uh, stat on ESPN Saturday? I did not. Please enlighten me. I will after this quarterback gets sacked in the backfield here by the Raiders, number 27. Hunter Miller. That was Hunter Miller absolutely there all day. Okay, so the stat I saw was just insane. This was actually posted on Max Preps, but carried over to... Bleacher Report and ESPN South Alabama commit Fluff Bothwell. He is the uh, star for Aniana. 24 carries, 265 yards, five touchdowns, four receptions, 122 yards, two touchdowns, one for one passing on 40 yards and a touchdown. Defensively, he had a lot too. Dropped it. Incomplete intended for Williams, and that should be the end of this one, I would know. No, think. they got time for one more. They, they get to run another. They got time for one more, it seems. Defensively, 17 tackles, three tackles for loss, and one sack in a 62 to 36 win. Wow, he did everything. You know, they should let him kick. They, they did, really every, they did everything but drive the bus, they used to say. Or kick the field goal. That's yeah. how you really know somebody's good. If they can kick a solid field goal. Yeah, I mean, it's the true measure of a football player, I think. Final play for the Bulldogs. Harris. Oh! Boom. Booming tackle, though, coming in. Big booms by number six. No, that's number 20. That's number 20? Well, he's got his jersey rolled up. It's always hard to see, but that's, that is it, folks. Final score here, 41-13. It is, uh... That's all, man. That's all we that's can all. really say. That's all, folks. All right, folks, it's the final game here at James Shable Stadium for the season. Like you said earlier, not a whole lot of hope that we'll be uh, seeing any postseason action here, even if the Raiders were to squeak by. It seems to be a hard thing to do, but 
we're hoping for the best for the Raiders for the remaining uh, games. We'll be covering those games in some fashion or form. We'll have some good hope for good hope that they'll make yes. the playoffs. Next week, Fultondale, that'll be the key decision. This is a big region win, and Asheville played hard. And like Coach Scott said, they are getting it together, but they were hoping it wasn't tonight. And, well, it wasn't tonight that they did get it together. So props to them. But Asheville playing some good football, and they're coming back. And they're coming back hard. So, like I said, a lot of uh, pedigree to this Asheville team. You know what I mean? Rush Probst and John Gross, Bill Clark. Reagan Clark. These are all names that are Let synonymous with our state, state of football. I mean, Bill Clark was a phenomenal coach. No disrespect to Trent Dilfer. He's got to build his system, but Bill Clark was the was the guy at UAB. He suffered through the uh, through the, the shutdown. Yeah, through sickness. Obviously, a big name at Prattville at one point. With Jeremy Pruitt as well as the Rush Probes thing. You know, there's a lot of pedigree in football in Nashville. Yes. And obviously, I think after meeting with this coach during uh, our coach's interview, I think that our guy over here, Caracas Shepard, is going to be the guy for Asheville. The streak continues for good hope. They go 4-0 over Asheville all time. Their first meeting about four years ago, and they won that one on the road. And they come and win it here tonight as... Celebration is filling the arena here. Excuse me, at James Stable Stadium. Okay, again, some housekeeping, and then we'll get out of here real quick. The Odin's Auto Glass Big glass scoreboard. Board. Looks like we'll have a final score soon, but Coleman 49, Columbia nothing. There's still time. Greek lives on. As Brewer gets blanked, 38 to nothing against Fairview. We also have Vinemont falling. On the road at Madison Academy, 49-6. to Not good for their regional hopes. But West Point is keeping hope alive in their playoff race, 21-14. That one's still going. And, of course, Hansville trailing Etowah, 35-7. to It's been a great night here, Raider Nation. We hope that you have uh, graced us and loved us and did whatever. But it's good, it's good to be back We've enjoyed being here with you. It has been good to be back here. I spent, I spent the 2019 run on that sideline that I'm staring at right now. Remember hearing Tommy blare in my ears that the Good Hope Raiders have stunned the world and beat the Jacksonville Golden Eagles right here at this stadium. It's been a great run, and I'm glad that I put the headset on tonight for you guys tonight, and we'll do it again next week when we travel to Fultondale. Well, what a game, guys. All we got left is our MVPs to officially crown them. To officially crown our MVPs tonight on the offensive side. Tucker Malin. Three touchdowns, Tucker Malin. On the defensive side, it's our guy, Tyler Bird. The free bird. It's great to be back in Raider Nation, and we'll continue the, the tradition next week as we go on the road. We'll bring you Fultondale and Good Hope next week right here on the Good Hope Raiders Sports Network powered by K&K Logging and by Coleman's Live 95. Funkadelic Friday's up next. We'll take you there. Until next time, folks. Same blonde hair, same rap channel. Mama out. We'll see you next week in Fultondale here on the Good Hope Raiders Sports Network.